Good afternoon. I'm Jordan Peoples, and Marvel sucks. I'm Cade Weiberg, and it still doesn't all these years later. Uh, today is a very special episode, a ending to a trilogy, if you will, uh, but perhaps the start of something greater. We have a very <laughs> special guest coming back on the show. Uh, you know him. He is a Scorsese fanatic, uh, the Sopranos' number four fan. Uh, I assume there's three more than him. Like, he probably wants to be number one, but, you know, it's a popular show. Uh, he has been known to take dates to museums. It is Mr. Patrick Fitzsimmons. Welcome back hey on the show, guys. sir. I, gotta, I still don't remember the museum thing. Like, I'm, just, <laughs> I, I'm okay with you rolling with it. I think you mentioned it in passing, like, the first time. Or it was, I think it was the Scorsese episode where, you, where he said that nonsense about Marvel, and you <laughs> called in. You were like a guest caller ah. uh, to defend his... The funny his, thing is, his... I've never taken a date to a museum ever. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, but the fun bit is that you have and you like to do it. So right, I, right, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I kind of want the, you to... There's a new shark exhibit at the... <laughs> <laughs> I want you to keep that mystique about you. Um, so... Uh, Thanks for coming back on the show, Patrick. Uh, it's been 26 are... months, roughly. It's, it has been, uh, yes, wow. the, the 26 months in or between. 24 months, sorry. Yes. What is it? It's, it's two uh... years, two months each time. You're right, you're right. Okay, so April. Wait, no, that would be 26 then. Is it? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I can't tell. Yeah, you were right. <laughs> I, I doubted myself. figure this out and all yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me go get uh, my crowns. um so we had patrick on uh for friends and fans of the show uh in 2018 to talk about the hit pilot of the show legion uh which jordan made it about 20 minutes into the three of us watched it together and he said how much are we committing to watching this whole episode (laughs) (laughs) Uh, to which we ended the episode abruptly and then talked about the first 20 minutes for two hours uh and then COVID happened, we had a quarantine, uh, and Marvel stopped putting out content, and me and Jordan were scratching for material to talk about, because we had a plethora of time to discuss the things, but we did not have content to talk about. So uh, I pitched the idea, hey, it's been 26 months <laughs> since Patrick came on and talked about Legion, let's do part two. Uh, and now here and... we are, two, two years later, and the cup is overflowing. The yes. Oh my God, Patrick! You have no idea. We're tra- we're struggling to keep up. You're trying. I don't know if you've with been your mugs in your hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With uh, Jordan's Thor coffee mug, it's just overflowing with all these fun Marvel tidbits. Yeah, I, I'm in fact mm-hmm. not keeping up, as our last episode on Moon Knight <laughs> reveals. Yes. Uh, yes, we just did the Oscar Isaac show. I so I have a whole uh, segment that I want to get into. Pitching the most recent stuff to Patrick, assuming he hasn't become like a super Marvel fanatic in the past two years, two months. Um, if I had, that would be fun, though, right? That <laughs> that would be fun. Honestly, uh, I mean, as I mentioned last he time, Jordan's good. Jordan's opinion has kind of stayed the same regarding uh, like he liked Endgame, and I feel like I rest assured that was uh, you know that was a big accomplishment for me to watch all of these I- movies. Can I ask a question? So, Jordan, are, I know Kate, I know the answer for Cade, but are you, are you guys, have you watched every episode of every one of these Marvel shows that have come out on Disney Plus? Has this man made you do that? Almost. <laughs> uh, that was true until Moon Knight, and then I only got two episodes and about ten minutes into the third episode of Moon Knight, 
and I haven't started the Miss Marvel show yet, but I have Ms. more Marvel's confidence for that Very fun. One. Very fun. Very good show. Episode two came out today. Um, so, yeah, these shows have been coming out. Jordan has been watching them. We just did our 100th episode, uh, which Patrick was a caller on. Thank you for being 1% of that, uh, that effort. Congrats. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, so that was very fun. Uh, but that really pushed back a lot of... Like, we were late getting out the rest. We had an award show to do that got put on the back burner. Doctor Strange 2 came out. Um, and then all these TV shows we've had to keep up with. So we just did uh, Moon Knight, the last episode. Um, and Jordan tells me at the very beginning of the episode, oh yeah, no, I didn't finish watching it. I watched the same amount that I told you last time. Well, and the problem too was, like, I didn't even realize what, like, I, I'd totally forgotten which episode we were supposed to be doing that day, so it was only right as we were recording that I realized I had not done the assignment. It was, yeah, it was all of them, <laughs> which is, uh, well, I guess we should fill, I mean, it's been They're a while. So singular and unique to each episode, so it's, I can see how, you know, I, that's hard to, to mix them up. I don't know how you would do that. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, oh, already, already. He's, he's got a lip, lip to him. Um, so, uh, Patrick, do you want to fill in the, uh, the guests in, or not the guests, our listeners, um, and all the people watching from heaven? Uh, what? what? I'm just thinking, we don't have like a video chat for this. I'm like, who else can watch? No, but I'd like to think a lot of our viewers. Oh Our yeah, listeners are in heaven, <laughs> looking yes. down retrospectively. Yeah, they're they're, uh, they're doing that, and um, so both me and Jordan can see Patrick, and uh, my video just caught out, uh, and Jordan has not had video for the past seven episodes. So basically, this whole episode is just going to be us watching Patrick's facial expressions. Oh, I can't see Patrick. I'm missing out. <laughs> he's he's doing a whole bunch of Looney Tunes bits right now. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> um. You had a question, so, Cade. I did. How have you been for the past two years, two months? What have you been up to? Last, uh, and I just listened to our Legion Part 2 episode, uh, literally leading up to this. Um, mm -hmm. And we were in the height of quarantine. So I imagine a lot has were. changed. Uh, just, you know, in regards to you can leave the house and stuff now. Yeah. Um, I, but uh, what have you been? Married and divorced. And, um, <laughs> wow. No, full, it's full not. roster. Well, didn't you guys recall, didn't you guys used to ask me at some point, like, like about how far in does a divorce start, or a marriage start failing? <laughs> yeah. I recall that being, like, this weird uh, fixation. That have you changed your, your take on that? And, uh, well, you guys were right. It's about six months. Uh, no. Well, Jordan said six um, months. I said ten years, which I think I would years. change now. I think the answer is somewhere in the middle. I'm going to take the radical stance. That it's oh, your price is writing me. No, I, I just think that six months is like still honeymoon phase. In 10 years, it's like that's an accomplishment. <laughs> if you don't fight for 10 years. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, no, I did um, not get married, um, but I, I, did, uh, I did move. Well, keep taking those dates to museums. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them's going to hit one day. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> no, not, not a whole lot uh, has changed in, in this sort of post-COVID world. I, I still live. I'm still up here in New York. Still at the same job, uh, different different studio apartment, but still a very small one. And uh, I'm just, you know, psyched to talk about some movies today. And uh, uh, certainly have a lot of free time on my hands and been watching a lot of them still, because I still work from home. So Great. 
Um, and I would like to uh, kind of take a similar trajectory to the last episode where uh, we catch up a bit uh, and then I ask about your movie takes for the past uh, 26 months and then we talk about Legion, obviously, because the fans are dying to know what we think of the end of this episode. It, we did it, guys. Like, we almost five years later, we finished the episode. And can I just ask real quick, we only, all of us only watched the last 20 minutes of Legion, right? Like, yes. no, no one rewatched the whole episode like a mad. Oh, yeah. Man, right? No, no, no. I scrubbed <laughs> over to, like, the 43-minute point. And, right. Yeah. It was okay, yeah, perfect. a blonde <laughs> woman looking at a dead body, like, caved into the wall, and I went, that seems about right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, well, that's good to hear that you're doing well, Patrick. Um, Jordan, I guess, has had the most uh, drastic uh, life changes, as we were discussing on the last episode. Um, he's a uh, full-blown Saul Goodman-esque lawyer now. I'm not a um, lawyer. I mean, that's amazing. My last year of law school. And I am wow. engaged, so he lots also have got changed. Engaged. <laughs> yes, Fantastic. a lot has changed. Yeah, uh, that he's, is, a, he's a he's accomplished really quite great. a bit. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Big twenty six months for me. <laughs> sure, and it's probably um, all thanks to Legion. If I, you know, that's about oh, yeah. when it all started. Yes, <laughs> I was about 100%. to move because that was April twenty twenty. I moved, uh, actually, like at the end of April in twenty twenty. And then now I'm here in Athens still. So pretty crazy stuff. Yeah. Wait, um, where where are you? Did you say Athens? Athens, Georgia. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Home where of you? REM. Okay, wow. Yeah, where so UGA this is, we're Law School is. running the full spectrum of the East Coast right now. Yeah. I'm covering yes. the Northeast. Kate's got the Mid-Atlantic region. We're using all we're the wires. the top of the South. And you're using, and, uh, both using Spectrum Internet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, <laughs> provider for the it's, show. It's like a monopoly or something. Yeah, something like that. Um, and I uh, actually, I this is a good segue. So my past twenty six months, uh, as everyone knows, uh, I've been talking about Marvel. I've been loving all the shows, uh, and I just recently published a book that I did not get to plug. Jordan kindly complimented it in the last episode. It's called My Life According to Rock Band. It's on Amazon. Patrick is holding I up a copy. Got it in the mail last week. Oh, that's so got so it flattering. In the mail last week. Um, um and I I thought cuz Jordan uh you know just spent a lot of time complimenting me, which I I'm not used to from Jordan. He's usually bad-mouthing my taste in Marvel movies. Uh, <laughs> but uh after being blindsided, I thought I was very proud of myself as an author, but I feel as if I failed as a podcast host. Uh or a Marvel promoter. Jordan said he finished the entirety of the book in one sitting. And I have m tried to get him to watch so many more <laughs> pieces of Marvel content that, is... that are much shorter. And he has not done that. So That's pretty I'm... impressive. This yeah. 340 pages. I, yeah, I know. I... Well, That's... it was... There was actually... I drove for 30 minutes in between maybe... it. So there was... A split in the sitting, but it was one day. Cade made it seem like it was like one toilet session. Which, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't believe there are any toilet sessions where I was reading can be it. A, can be a great place to read books, I found. Um, as long no, as your legs don't fall asleep. I, I am not, uh, I'm not quite as fast of a reader as, uh, as Jordan, um, and so I, I won't pretend to have read the whole thing, but 
I don't know if other people have been doing this or if you recommend or if you have feelings about this, but I kind of, I read the first few chapters, but then okay. I kind of just started bouncing around to songs that I like. Oh, interesting. And um, I don't know if anyone else has done that, but so the first, because I just sort of was looking at the track list of Rock Band, which was, I, I would love to talk about Rock Band for a few minutes if you're all right with that. But I Oh my talk, God, of course. Book, of course. Well, well okay, I mean, so, this is a Marvel Beatles rock band podcast. And then uh, rock band's my thing. Jordan can have a thing that he brings on. Uh, I have a law corner. I, Not you that do I have a law corner, it, but... <laughs> you, don't, you don't utilize... And I also gave you a wedding corner, or like a wedding planning corner, but you haven't really utilized that either. Oh, well, I picked I out a spot. I love the idea of a law corner. Oh, did podcast. you? Hold on, hold on. Let's do... All right, so we're, sub, we're... We'll do a rock band corner, but let's first do law corner. Jordan, do you have anything to check in with law corner? Uh... I'm at an internship right now, but that is not very interesting to talk Thoughts about. Thoughts on Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Go. <laughs> uh, there are two people that are probably not great. <laughs> not did you guys a see great that, match. Did you guys see, and this is uh, uh, no comment on the man himself, but I just found it to be a very, very funny response. Someone asked um, Trump what he thought about the trial, and he had no idea that there was a trial going on. Um, mm. And he just went, they seem like a lovely couple. And it was just, it was the funniest thing I think I've seen all year. Um, he had no idea that there was a trial or any sort of defamation suit going on. And he just said, they seem like a lovely couple. Anyway, so, very, so very I, safe, well, uh, I love the, the first chapter well, of, the, of your book. Oh, I'm sorry. I think Law Corner. Well, no, Wedding Corner. And then we'll do Rock oh, right, Band right. Corner. Jordan, you picked a venue or you picked flowers or well, something? Well, the ceremony location. So uh, Ellie is... Her family has owned and worked the same farm for about 200 years. Okay. Uh, and so she That's wanted to lot. get married on that farm. And so we found That's... there's like this hill that has like a nice little access road leading to it. where mm-hmm. And it's in the middle of a, a valley in mm-hmm. Tennessee. So you got like mountains reaching up on either side. And then oh, wow. like a, it's, uh, it'll be gorgeous. You'll see Sounds it. Sounds very <laughs> photogenic. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope we get to do a live episode there. That sounds like it'll probably happen, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have Patrick in. We'll have all the guests of the show will be attendees at this point. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't want to, you know, I'm sure you have to pay like $200 a plate per guest or whatever. But I think it's, you know, I not wrong to invite all of the guests we've had on the show. And probably so, all including all the 100 from the interviews, right? Yeah, all of 100 of the callers, Oof. yes. They should definitely be included. Very um, steep. You're about to be a lawyer, though, so you're going to make very good money. Yeah. Um, is, is that all the wedding corner? Is that the big update? Uh, venue yeah. chosen? Fo- picture perfect? Picture perfect ceremony site. It's very exciting. Everyone listening, I'm sure, is thrilled about this one. <laughs> they, they, everyone who's been like tracking this legion arc is like when the fuck are they going to get to the end of this show i've been waiting five years <laughs> Did um, they, they finally turn around on it please <laughs> <laughs> all the noah holly stands out there um that patrick used to be a part of i well maybe he still is maybe he loved legion but we'll get to that after uh Cade's rock band corner so patrick you had the floor a very special guest of the rock band corner mr patrick fitzsimmons welcome to the corner well i just like the way that your book started with you getting uh, uh describing the experience of opening it for christmas and mm-hmm. i had a similar experience i got i got the original rock band set for for christmas too and i remember how fun of a day that was but yeah. um, do you I, I, do you remember like I, one of the, thi- the for whatever reason the f- the first thing that I remember with the original rock band was how loud the drums were. 
Yes. Do you remember that? Yes. Oh, the absolutely. Pads, yeah. That there were no pads. Wacky noise. Or, yeah. Right, it exactly. was just. It was a tennis ball. It was like the sound of wall ball every time you hit. Uh, exactly. Like it sounded like an elementary school gym, but like and more aggressive because it was like in sync with uh, Boston's foreplay long time or right, Holes exactly. celebrity skin. My parents grew to despise the game very, very quickly because <laughs> of that simple fact that uh, that it just made a lot of, of noise. Um, and then I remember um, getting – did you get the second – like it? I, I think they came out with another one the next year. They did. Rock Band 2, and they had brand new instruments, and they fixed all of the imperfections. And that right. was – that was their peak performance year. I still use Rock Band 2 gear over Rock Band 4 gear or Rock Band the real 3. Ones like, do. Oh, yeah. No, they built for longevity. And I host these these monthly, like, Rock Band nights. Like, this, these are the instruments. Rock Band 2 was peak. My memory and I of remember the drums sorry, as they currently it. are are that they're still pretty loud. But I, yeah, I guess but, the I, – I don't have any experience with the Rock Band 1 drums, but I guess they were just uh, cacophony. Yeah, Rock Band 1, it was weird. And also, I don't know about your uh, growing up, or the home you grew up in, Patrick, uh, but mine, my parents' house is over 100 years old. So, mm. And my entertainment room was upstairs, right above their living room. And whenever I played drums, like not only did they have to hear the very that loud... travel. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, that and whenever I'd hit the foot pedal, the floor would shake. So the house right, is because... vibrating. You've got that as, all that pent up, you know, fifteen year old energy, and you're just oh man, just pouring it into sabotage yeah. by the Beast Boys, Beastie <laughs> Boys, and a hundred percent. No, and so that's so funny. I remember, so I remember finally when the second one came out, I was like, Dad, we need to go get the new rock, and he's like, No fucking way, you're getting like, <laughs> you know like four instruments, and I was like, No, but no, but you don't understand. They're gonna they made um, improvements to the drumming pad that's gonna make it like qu- and imagine me, you know, like thirteen years old trying to convince. Oh yeah, 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 trying to pitch so, this thing. Like we need to spend my, another two hundred dollars, Dad. Yeah, and I think we went. I eventually, I think my brother and I saved up um, the money and bought it, and we went to the local. We went to. I don't know why I remember this. We went to our local Toys R Us. Which of course does not exist anymore, and I think that was Pour the last time I stepped in foot a uh, Toys R Us. Um, wow. But I agree with you. The second one was a big, big level up, and uh, yes, I remember the guitar stroke was like a little more refined as well, and mm-hmm. uh, that the keys weren't quite as clackly. Anyways, yep, this is, yep. Uh, no, this is this is all great anyway. material for the rock band corner. Um, the the pilot run. Uh, and Jordan, do you have any any contribution like your early days playing rock band? Uh, I've never liked any of the instruments. I don't mind karaoke uh, you, though, so I'm in for some rock band. He did, <laughs> yeah. He uh, when I started bringing it to college and having parties with it, uh, Jordan, I would like ask Jordan in the early stages of this um, bringing back rock band from beyond the grave after two years. Um, and I would be like, Jordan, do you want to play guitar? And he said, no, this is a glorified karaoke machine, nothing else. <laughs> I mean, he's uh, not wrong, but who, who doesn't love karaoke? Like, that's the that thing. would be my response. And then, and then you, uh, you get the harmonies and the microphone, which me and Jordan were notorious for. We, we spent uh, the summer of 2015 just trying to get all the Beatles double harmonies on Beatles Rock Band. And we didn't succeed, but we tried, and that's the important we part. We tried. We did try. The, hey, they're the Beatles. There's a reason they're the best. We weren't playing Rock Band Aerosmith. We were playing Beatles Rock Band. 
Was there a rock band Aerosmith? There was a Guitar Hero Aerosmith. And oh, then there was okay. Green Day so, rock band, Lego rock were band. Were you into Guitar Hero too? Did that? Uh, not really. I actually, like... I actually just interviewed with the Seaville uh, Weekly, the Charlottesville newspaper, for they found out about the book because I'm doing a reading downtown. Um, on Friday, uh, that's a uh, plug new dominion. Uh, come on out fans of the show. If Jordan has this up by then, I probably will. Um, or if either of you want to drive to Charlottesville for me to read 20 minutes of a book <laughs> <laughs> on Friday evening, that's I'm also there. on the table. <laughs> um, but the interviewer kept teasing like, and I couldn't tell if he was joking cause I've never met this guy. And he was just like, Oh, the greatest video game ever made. You mean guitar hero, right? And I was like, no, 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 you know, because Rock Band has, like, all the other instruments. And then every time I'd say something, he would just try and tie it back to, like, Guitar Hero also has that feature, though. I was like, what is that? I just what? Like, I like the idea that there was, like, there was, like, another person that wrote a book about Guitar Hero, like, up the talk. And, like, you narrowly beat him out. And he's just like, Guitar Hero's the better game. Like, what are we doing here? Like, Either that or he was a secret. One doesn't secret, exist with the other. Either that or he was a secret, uh, like, Guitar Hero executive who's trying to, you know, right. Drum up some buzz Trying for to the sabot- game. And he's writing, yeah, he's writing a sabotage piece. Yeah. Do you think he was uh, wearing a I fake w- mustache, perchance? I mean, I talked to him on the phone. I have no idea what this he probably was then. could have looked like. It, he might have been, yeah. I think that's very believable. I want to know how old he is. Because if he's, like, over the age of 40, like, who is he to have any opinions on Guitar Hero at this point? He sa- <laughs> well, he said Guitar Hero was the last game he stopped... Like, the last video game he was seriously into before he, like, grew up and stopped playing video before games Before his regularly. marriage fell apart. That's what <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're not a rock band family, you're pretty much doomed to divorce. I think that's a... Because there's just not an instrument for everybody. There's not an instrument. It's you and your spouse playing guitar, and, you know, that's just... that. that that's what happened with well, Oasis, and Liam tried to murder Noel with a guitar. Yeah. To that point... Uh, Liam murdering guitar. I was in Portland last week and or a few weeks ago visiting a buddy of mine, um, and we went to a like a barcade thing, and uh-huh. they had nice. a Guitar Hero machine, and that was the most fun I've had at a bar in probably like a year, and uh, <laughs> it was a bummer because we had to take turns, and I thought yeah. to myself, boy, wouldn't this be better if it was a, a rock band machine? But um, we played for well, a while, yeah. and then this this quiet, unseeming, uh, quiet little gentleman to our left sort of was. We couldn't tell if he was waiting, and so we finally were like, do you want to play? And he sort of sheepishly was like, yeah, okay. And then so uh, <laughs> so it, it, it was two of them, actually. So we, we were all kind of rotating in and out. Um, okay. So, but you could only pick one difficulty level, and we were sort of doing, like, oh. medium the whole time or whatnot. Yeah. And uh, the guy, he selects, like, I think it was, like, Knights of Sidonia or something like that. Yep. And uh, mm-hmm. I go, what do you want to do, like, uh, like, you know, medium? Or, and he's like, ooh, I play expert. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, no, no, it's all good. And then it's just like literally him just like just destroying, you know, shredding. And I'm like, yeah, like missing every other note. And uh, I think after just like hung up the guitar. And I think you'll notice he had a also had a fake mustache. And that gentleman was me. We are actually doing I'm having a a book release party uh, this Saturday, which, again, both of you are invited to. This one will have Rock Band, which is, uh, I think, more incentivizing than getting... Because a whole bunch more people are coming to the actual Rock Band party of the book release than the me doing the reading from the book that they can kind of read, you know, on mm. their own time. Um, I, well, I wrote but, one other note for the book down... Oh. I just had a few notes here, 
and one, oh, yeah, the, yeah, the third great. note just says reptilia acid. Cause I, so I started kind of jumping around to my favorite <laughs> songs and what my favorite song on the track listing is probably yes. reptilia. And great. boy, that's a really sad story. Like that really affected, like I, I really, I, I mean, again, if you like read them in order, like there, I feel like that's, so when I originally so, published this, it okay. was, I, it was, I wanted it to be 500 days of summer kind of deal mm. where he's having this one story kind of just told in out of order, out of sequence. Gotcha. Uh, and my editor was strongly against that, hmm. um, ah. from day one. And I tried to, I tried to push it, uh, but uh, long story short, it ended up being a chronological order story, and I think it works significantly better. Uh, and I think the highs and lows of the different stories just kind of go that way. I also was sorting it by... Uh, <laughs> so the, the every rock band has the endless set list, which is right. all of the songs... Uh, yeah, maybe it was Rock Band it. 2 was the first one to have it. Um. So Rock Band 2 has the endless set list, which is all of the songs you have to play in order. There is a chapter where me and Keith attempt the endless set list. Um, that's early on. I don't know if you skipped it by And you going have to do them sequence. all like back to back. You can't like take... You have to anything? do them all back to back. You can hit pause and leave your console right. on, but it was yeah, the PS3 yeah. days, so you can't really do much else. Sure. Um, so basically, uh, I was writing the sequence of all of the songs difficulty wise and then it gets mm. to the very end uh, and i all of these songs like in order of difficulty and the endless set list um and i guess rock band one must have had one if i was trying to write it this way so yes rock band one had an endless set list and uh when <laughs> basically in the early stages of my publishing contract i was like well maybe you don't get it because i'm going for like a 500 days of summer thing and I'm trying to make it like the endless set list is like each story in chronological order. Like the endless set list is the whole thing. And like it, people, people are going to like look at this and be like, oh, he's, he's sequencing these as they are in the endless set list of Rock Band 1. And then she, she basically just responded one sentence, who is going to understand that reference? <laughs> Which I'm... She's spot on. Yeah. I, I would yeah, no, have gotten that. I am very, very glad uh, she she was a very good editor and she did a great job um, calling me out on whenever I got carried away with a plot point or droned on about... Uh, I was just talking to Jordan uh, last week. There's not a ton of Marvel in it. There might be one Marvel reference overall, um, which, again, that's Jordan finished it so fast, so I'm wondering, like, would he have read it faster if there was more Marvel content? Or the other way. It might, he might have got, yeah, I was going to say, he might have like, been like, ugh, God, all right, I'll pick this up. <laughs> it's like I'm bringing work home with me. Yeah, I got to read about Loki now. <laughs> um, I, I think that's it. So that was, that was a great launch of the uh, rock band uh, corner. Uh, thank you for indulging me, Patrick. Well, uh, I also, one, one final note. I just have to say, oh, your sure, friends sure, sure. are assholes for kicking you out, for you not, them not wanting well, it to was, have you around it, not on acid. It, it, was <laughs> my ha it was my house. They went somewhere else to do it. I see. Well, it's still, they should have they welcomed a sober individual to like, get them cups of water. And I, I, that's and so well, looking true. looking back on it. <laughs> and looking back on it, uh, 
given the rest of the context of the story, I was in no state of mind uh, to be around anyone on hallucinogens. I was sure, a bummer sure. to be around for a lot of that summer, and I understand, I understand how uh, these individuals uh, might have been upset uh, if I was being Eeyore around there. Whichever Winnie the Pooh character does a lot of drugs. It's got to be Tigger, right? No, he does like cocaine. <laughs> Wait, what, whichever is there Winnie like... the Pooh character does a lot of drugs. Is that what you said? Yeah, because yeah, I'm like Eeyore. Like I was, that was my depression era kind of deal. Uh, so oh, I would be like... Eeyore. So it, in, in this context, if all the characters in my book are Pooh characters. <laughs> I mean, maybe Winnie. He's pretty like laid back. That's you more think of like a stoner waste thing. In that honey, yeah, that's so true. Never, doesn't, not he, like doesn't he have a hallucinogen kind of episode? Isn't there a the bunny elephants? that's always like hopped up on? You know, you could sort of be oh. on some amphetamines. Am I crazy? Up. I, uh, I don't think he's a bunny. I, Isn't there a bunny in Winnie the Pooh? There is, like, but he's like an old ja- stodgy guy, rabbit. isn't he? I thought the bunny was uh, old and stodgy, and then there's like the yeah, you, no, is that right? No, Kang. It's Kanga and Rue, and the bunny <laughs> is like the His bunny name is rabbit, has, according to Disney Wiki. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, it, it, he seems like he has a big MAGA energy. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> Rabbit is a very fussy and compulsive anthropomorphic rabbit who first appeared in Disney's 1966 animated short, Winnie the Pooh and okay. the Honey Tree. Yeah, so he's not yeah, doing drugs. So, it says he's in his core circle of friends, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, Pooh has a lot of weird friends. <laughs> well, I mean, he only, he's got only the people in the woods to be friends with. The... <laughs> That's true. You think he should venture? Well, What's I guess the name he has of the Christopher woods Robin. And Winnie the Pooh. Uh, Million Acre Woods Yeah, or that sounds right. Is that right? A million acres is a lot. Yeah, he should have more friends. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, that was Pooh Corner. <laughs> thank you for, for indulging me in that. Um, thank you again, Patrick, for buying the book. That was very kind of you. Um, of course. If, if you drive down, I will be sure to sign it um, and make it out to my number one favorite Marvel fanatic. Uh, I love it. Patrick Fitzsimmons. Um, I'll, I'll probably sign it like a really deep Marvel quote and you'll be like, what the fuck is this? I don't understand this. And then you'll look it up and maybe it will lead you on the path that gets you to like Marvel. Kate, I've always said that I will watch Marvel stuff with you. We just have to be in the same room because it's not okay. fun to do it alone. <laughs> and uh, I, I think I watched, uh, I watched some of the new Spider-Man with, well, so I have, I have a few friends that really like the Marvel stuff and um, okay. uh, we, he, or I don't, I don't, I don't have to go on a tangent on this, but he he rented the new one, and uh, you can go on a Marvel tangent on this Marvel <laughs> podcast, please, he, please. He We've been talking about one. Winnie the Pooh, um, and uh, paid like thirty bucks to uh, like buy it, or I don't know, it was like some weird yeah. early release thing, and um, he turned it off after twenty five minutes because really? he was found it so boring. Um, well, the beginning was kind I, of rough. I agree with that. I didn't think it had the same charm as the other. St- Spider-Man movies at the beginning. Oh man, I yeah. was enamored with it from moment one. I just thought like I the cast it. forgot all their chemistry, like for a bit. Like, well, it's not about that cast because they have a much bigger uh, Spider Verse to deal with. I know, which is and... part of the reason I thought it was slow in the beginning because I just wanted that homecoming vibe. Yeah, I think you're gonna like Miss Marvel a lot because uh, that the first two episodes are straight up Spider-Man Homecoming with a. Uh, Muslim uh, New Jersey girl. Yeah, no, that sounds good. 
Um, so Patrick, uh, before we get into the full, the, the thick of it, uh, and I mm-hmm. more t- talk more about Marvel, um, let's, uh, do what we did previous on the previous episodes and just kind of gauge your movie taste for the past two years. Let's do the top three movies of 2020, which might be a tricky year because, uh, COVID pushed back a lot of releases and then your top three of 2021. Okay. All right. I, I'm pulling out, I have my letterboxed here. Great. All right, 2020, I'm sorted by date. Probably um, probably Mank I really enjoyed. I know it was oh, sort of a, a, a stinker for a lot of people. Um, oh, I loved Tenet. I thought Tenet was awesome. And in many ways, like, arguably Nolan's, like, most fun movie. Um, yeah, he, he, really, he really went full Nolan. There's a lot of really bad movies that I watched this year. Like, I'm looking at the little things, Malcolm and Marie, Those Who Wish We Were Dead, Space Jam 2. Man, 2020 was tough. Um, It's funny uh, that you mentioned Mank because one of my ushers at the theater, uh, he wears... So from day one, he doesn't look much like you, but he sounds like you, and his mannerisms when he talks are just like you. So I immediately thought of, oh, this is like young Patrick, and... And then day two of work, he comes in to work wearing, we let them wear like movie theater tees uh, uh-huh. or their, you know, or the Violet Crown uh, t-shirt. But he came in wearing a David Fincher tee where it says David Fincher in every font of every movie he's ever directed. I thought you were going to say he was so, going oh, to be wearing a Mank shirt. And I was like, no, is no, such no. a thing exist? Yeah, I was, I was really curious if, yeah, there were no, main well, shirts. That so day three, well, this, the same, this led to the conversation like, oh, you're a David Fincher fan. I too love David Fincher because me and Patrick historically saw Gone Girl in the theaters together. Uh, and we both share a love for David Fincher. Um, and he described himself. I was like, oh, you like David Fincher. And he described himself as Mank's biggest fan. So I wow. just, as soon as you said, I really liked Mank, that just full circle, you really need to meet this guy. He's basically like a 10 year younger version of you. I love it. Yeah. Let's set it up. Um, and then y'all uh, can do that right, bit where y'all think y'all are like a mirror image of each other. Do you remember yeah, that? Like, is like, that a I Love yeah. Lucy yeah. thing? Uh, I Love or Lucy. Or Dick Van Dyke? I don't know. One of those old sitcom TV shows, they do the fake mirror thing. Where they think that it's just another that is person. Jordan's def- yeah, that's absolutely a trope. I don't know where that first came from. That's a good question. Um, uh, I just think of Annihilation with uh, Natalie Portman pointing at that weird... Uh, Jordan, maybe is it maybe like a Looney Tunes thing? Like, I can just hear like Looney Tunes noises in my head when I... Like, like a Bugs Bunny or a Daffy Duck thing? Perhaps? I know I've seen some live-action version of it, but I don't know which sure, would have yeah. come first. <clears throat> um, gotcha. All right, and then, Kate, two more to round them out. And these are, yes, I'm curious please, if you guys please. have seen either of these. Um, the first one is Black Bear. Did either of you guys watch that? Yes. Uh, I, you actually, like, one of the, you and me have, like, extensive conversations, like, three days out of the year. But we'll just, like, mm. catch up. Uh, and that right, was the that. first one of 2021, I guess. Because I watched it oh, way after it came out. Oh. I don't know. Well, it, I rented it in 2021. It might oh, have come I, oh, out in 2020. Gotcha. I loved that um, one, and I thought I've I always liked, liked Aubrey it. Plaza, but I, I really I know, and that's why I'm I, that's why I'm so excited to hear your uh, stance on the end of Legion, because uh, she is oh, a, I've an got integral thought, no. part of the show. <laughs> um, and then the last one I would uh, say is this was a, a, a uh, actually I, I'm not I think it's Danish. Um, 
It's a Danish film called Riders of Justice. It was on Hulu, and it stars Mads Mikkelsen, who I'm sure you guys okay. are somewhat mm-hmm. familiar with. Do you know him? I do know. Um, yeah. we, uh, he's uh, uh, only the villain in Doctor Strange 1. Ah, of course. How could I forget? Um, <laughs> and uh, also the Le Chief in, uh, in Casino Royale. He's great in that as well. Um, uh, yeah, to a lesser extent, he is great in that, yes. There, so, I don't know. This is just a very sharply directed uh, thriller starring him about um, his wife being uh, sort of inexplicably killed in this train accident. And it's sort of about the nature of um, being in the wrong place at the wrong time. And it sort of uh, leads, him, leads him on this sort of uh, quest of vengeance. Um, and he mm-hmm. gets sort of involved with these, these two... Um, kind of like internet tech dudes. Um, and it's almost like a dark comedy in many ways, and it feels very, very finchery. Um, so I think, okay. I don't know, I think both of you guys would really dig it. It's called Riders of Justice, and it's on Hulu. Well, I'm going to add this to my letterbox watch list right now. Um, Jordan, would you like to give your top three of 2020, just so we're on the same page? I have no idea. Because I, ha- I uh, have no I list can... or... Uh, here, why don't I just announce some names okay. uh, for you, and you can let me know if you've seen it. Uh, so 2020, picture picture the year 2020. Uh-huh. We're coming off of the high of Rise of Skywalker Oof. and Little Women. Um, Black and who could forget Bear. Jay Roach's bombshell? Sorry, I'm just looking at my <laughs> Wait, so was, right was Little Women... <laughs> but, wow, deep Was cut. Little Women in 2020? No, that was 2019. No. Uh, so we have the Pixar hit film Onward, which controversial opinion that is my favorite. Pixar it was pretty movie. good. I enjoyed that movie. Wow! I maybe it's one of my Onward. favorite three movies of 2020. It I don't think there's going to be that um, much competition. Uh, Quiet Place Two, I guess, was released in 2021, um, but that is slated under letterbox description. Uh, King of Staten Island. Uh, I don't know if you watched that uh, Judd Apatow movie with Pete I Davidson. I did not. Uh, David Byrne's American Utopia? Nope. I saw that recently, it like in live. Oh, it just closed. Really? Like, yeah, I like, went with my uh, my mom and I. We went and saw it, and David wow. Byrne made eye contact with me for like a full ten Mississippi seconds. <laughs> it was pretty amazing. <laughs> what were you doing? Like, was your dick out? Like, why was he looking at you? Well, then no, he wouldn't we have been were making eye of, contact. We were we were very <laughs> close up. For I don't even know how she got the tickets, and we just and he there was points where he kind of comes up to the stage and s- he sort of pointedly like looks at the audience, certain audience members, and kind of like does these yeah. like, silly hand gestures. And at one point, he just sort yeah. of like was very intensely staring at me, and it was like holy yeah. shit. No, I've seen funny. American Utopia. I I, um, I know the bits. I just haven't sorry. felt the his eyes his eyes gaze upon mine. My pants um, were zipped. You, they stayed zipped. But. <laughs> But you didn't look away. Like, you just kept the of eye course, contact. No, 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 no. He would have ruined the show if he'd looked away. That would have thrown off That's David Burns mojo. Burning down the, uh, what's the lyric? Apparently, y'all yeah, don't want to watch right. the show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, are you a Talking Heads fan, Patrick? I love the Talking Heads, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, uh, that seems, everything about you that I know so far, that seems to track. Um... Nomadland came out in 2020. Oh, that one's maybe my number one so far of the ones you've listed. Okay. Um, Trial of the Chicago 7. I enjoyed that one, too. I'll put that at number two. <laughs> uh, Devil All the Time. Did I... What is that about? Did you... I think... Did you watch that? I feel like we talked yeah, about that. Yeah, no, that, that. sounds familiar. Uh, is that the Robert That's Pattinson the one, one? with... Uh, with um, oh, yeah. Pattinson, uh, 
Tommy Holland and Sebastian Stan, a whole bunch of Marvel people. Oh, that one's really high, too. I enjoyed that a lot. There's a lot more good movies wow. in 2020 than I remember. Well, this is the tail end of 2020. We're reaching... Because uh, Soul and Wonder Woman 84 came out toward the yeah, end of the year. Yeah, neither of those oh. two are probably contenders. And uh, Borat 2 also came And out. also not a contender. Wonder and Woman Mank. 84 was just really, really quick. That Never more have I felt like my... <laughs> brain was actively leaking while watching a movie <laughs> i not like was... in like a this is bad way like just more like how did this get how did like there's so many decisions in that film bad. that don't make any any sense and um like there's like 20 minutes and then just wandering around the dc mall just sort of like pointing at planes which is like the one thing that chris pratt's character has seen before in his life i, yeah. thought, I thought that was kind of funny the one um, thing i liked about that movie was uh the guy from Game of Thrones who was in it, the main bad guy who was kind oh, of a Donald Trump. Pedro Pascal. Yes. The you final mean, sequence you where mean he's Mandalorian. The final sequence where he's like losing his mind while filling oh, with that was power. I love that. Because he's just that chewing the scenery like a like an absolute maniac. And you know You're like abs- he's the only one sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say like in he also I like to imagine the actors when they're doing these things, like being filled with whatever CGI force is going to be added later. Because the day of, on the set, with none of that going on, they must look insane. And I really appreciate it. Yeah. He seemed to be the only one who knew what movie he was in. Yes. Um, Well, he was trying to make a different movie, and I feel like Warner Brothers was trying to make a more serious... uh, it, It was terrible. I'm shocked, genuinely shocked, Patrick... That you, like, were you just, like, stuck inside and you had nothing to watch? It's two and a half hours, and it's, it's a Wonder Woman sequel. I'm trying sequel. to remember like, what, what, what the circumstances of my viewing were. Why did you it was, do that? Did it come out around Christmas time? I think I may have been It did. Home. It came out on Christmas Day. See, yeah, maybe that had something. I don't know. Maybe, like, someone in my family. I, don't, I truly don't remember why or who put it on, or, but I did watch the whole thing. I, That's I'm for just sure. shocked that... <laughs> It's taken you five years to watch Legion episode one, and you watched Wonder Woman '84 in. One I watched sitting. the first Wonder Woman too on an airplane, but I still watched it. <laughs> but you and we've talked about that one. I believe that was our first episode. Uh, uh, the, the Legion episodes have an interesting Wonder Woman arc where it all circles back to Wonder. Oh, Woman. I love it because <laughs> that came out around the same time. Uh, okay, so those are that seems like all of 2020. So Jordan, did you give me three? Yeah, I think I w- the devil I think all the time. You gave him three. The devil all the time. Nomadland and uh, whichever other movie I also agreed with. Uh, the, the trial seven. Yes, Chicago yeah. seven. Okay, yeah, yeah. Not Hubie Halloween with Adam Sandler. Okay, scratch everything. That was a fun one. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, Onward is probably my favorite. Um. There was a really good movie uh, that came out at the beginning of 2020 that I didn't watch until the end of 2020, it looks like. Um, it's called Never, Rarely, Sometimes, Always, about a Canadian girl trying to get an abortion. I like that um, title. Yeah, it's it's really good. Um, I would recommend Accurate that. Accurate, too. And it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then 2021, a much easier year because a lot of uh, stuff came out. Uh Patrick, I would love to hear your top three from that year. Oh man, top three. Uh, okay, top of the top of the top is what? What else could it be? Licorice Pizza. I mean, uh, was there oh, a more and, lovely and film that came I, out? I the guess last year? there's a 
That is also something that has changed in the past uh, 26 months because I watched a P.T. Anderson movie and I absolutely loved it. And I haven't so seen that, it. That, and that I was, love P.T. Anderson yeah, movies. Yeah, that, that is shocking, Jordan, that you have not. Like, it's rentable now. Like, now you're just sleeping on it. Uh, I'll see it someday. Um, Hold on. <laughs> yeah, let, me, let me show you how much I, I know what that movie. means. <laughs> uh, and also, Patrick, as he's walking away, um, told a story. Oh, my. He's, he's holding up a vinyl that says Licorice Pizza. Is that the soundtrack? No, no, no. This is a, a pizza top of a pizza box. They did a promotion oh. when the movie came uh-huh. out. Yeah. Postmates, where you could, it was, it was like order a large licorice pizza, but it was just a pepperoni pizza. But That's it was, good. Uh, and the the price was. Yeah, it's 19, probably better tasting. Yeah, the price was like nineteen seventy three, I guess, to do the thing for the year. Um, sure. And I thought it would be like a frozen Seven Eleven pizza, but it was from this really good spot in New York. But it also came with the movie on iTunes and the vinyl for twenty dollars. It's truly insane. Oh wow, that was a steal! Yeah. So, like, so what, like, pe- yeah, pizza, the vinyl, a large soundtrack. pepperoni pizza, iTunes <laughs> copy of the movie, and the full vinyl. For, that is for, for twenty dollars delivered. That's insane. They really to wanted door. to that's... make that year thing work, but it, I, I think they could have gotten away with it. I know, a, a... and I, I know that Prince Street Pizza charges like thirty dollars alone for a large pepperoni pie. So like. They should have set the movie in the future. Pizza deal. They should have set the movie in the year thirty thousand. PTA's next one will be in, uh, yeah, forty two ninety nine. Just to do a coming of age. Uh, Patrick, you also I saw your letterbox review of that movie um, where you saw like an early screening of it and you got to actually like encounter PT Anderson briefly. Oh Is yeah, that true or were I, you? I, uh, all right, I'll try and keep this as succinct as I can. So uh, my dad is in the Writers Guild, so he sometimes gets inviting, invited to screenings. So he emailed me and was like, hey, Wednesday, mark your calendar, we're going, Q&A after the movie. I'm like, hell yeah, you know, I'm there. We go, we see the movie, have a great little time. The movie start. so Kate, you've seen it, and Jordan, have you seen yeah. the trailer? At uh, least? Yeah, I've seen the trailer. So there's, there's a bit, there's uh, the opening of the movie, she's at a middle school walking around uh, helping out for a picture day. And so the movie's starting, that's the opening scene, and my dad leans over to me, and he goes, that's my middle school. And I said, shh. <laughs> and um, the movie ended, and uh, uh, Paul, Alana, and Cooper came up and did a Q&A, and they all, for lack of a, they looked miserable. They, re- they, they were all wearing masks, too, which maybe, I don't know, they just didn't look, they looked like deep into a press tour. Um, and like, like well, they just found out they lost time. millions on the pizza deal. <laughs> right, yeah. Nineteen seventy three. Who approved this? So, um, so the the Q and A ends, and uh, there's no back. There's no like talent exit. They have to just come back down the stage and down the aisle, like every other patron did. So my dad and I are are, are exiting the aisle, and he's sort of coming, and we're realizing like. We're going to converge at the point. You know what I mean? And so as that's yeah. happening, my dad just yells out, okay, was that Portola Middle School in the beginning? And Paul's eyes just like <laughs> light up. And he goes, oh, my gosh, yes, it was. Yeah. And he goes, all right, that's my middle school. And he's like, that's crazy. I'm just now watching my dad in PTA like have a very nice <laughs> idle chat. And I, I can't like I'm not lying to you when I say like he looked so bored the whole event. And the second he asked that, it was like finally a question that I'm actually like interested in. And then I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? I'm just watching my dad chat with BTA. <laughs> and then he sort of like, you know, and then we, I, I sort of said hello. And I, you know, I said, I love the movie. I thought it was really great. And I, 
I asked, this is a very, very sort of uh, pretentious film school, but I was genuinely curious. I wanted to know what I said to him. Can I ask what made you go back to shooting anamorphic, which is like nice widescreen with those lens flares that he kind of hasn't done in a while. And he just smiled at me and he, and he just said, ah, just felt good, man. And I was like, thanks, Paul. And then he got attacked by like every single person in the room and I like snuck out. So that was my little PTA wow. story. And it made my day. That would be like me meeting RDJ. I also, assume. I ran into Christopher Nolan on the street like three weeks ago, just randomly. Wow, New York really like what is it about New York that attracts all these celebrities? <laughs> I was, I was, uh, I'll, I'll keep this really quick. I was just leaving a CVS, just literally crossing the street, right, go back to my apartment, and I see a man with two children getting into a cab, and I go, boy, that that kind of looks like Christopher Nolan. And then I walk up, like I get a little closer, and he walks around the cab to get into it, and I'm like, oh, that is Christopher <laughs> Nolan, and I'm I'm very standing very close to him, um, and I didn't want to bother yeah. him because he was with his kids, but I just sort of like held up a hand and I said, hey, I'm a huge fan of your work, and just sort of kept walking. I didn't want him to feel like I, I was going to ask him for autograph or, any, or picture or anything. Yeah, and he just sort of looked sure. at me and went, thank you, like in his, in his <laughs> British voice, and. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm surprised you didn't ask a similar question like your PTA one. I like, want it uh, to be like, some, I, I have one word for What made you. you think about filming Tenet backwards? Tenet, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah I, I wanted to just like yell lines from Tenet at him because I think it's such a cool movie. But um, Did but you? Yeah, oh, so. no. What I would have done, uh, you have a – I think it's unironic. You claim that it's ironic. Uh, Letterboxd <laughs> has a top four favorite movies, and your top four favorite movies are Batman Begins, The Dark Knight – Inception and the Dark Knight Rises. That's yeah. That is so funny. I feel like you should have just showed him that screenshot. Like, look at this. Yeah. Look what you did. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. How I, do you think he would react to a fan like that? I, I think he. Do you would, think he'd uh, like it? I no. I think I think he he struck me as the type of guy that wouldn't like lose his cool, but would just sort of just sort of yeah uh-huh, yeah uh-huh. like that was sort of the vibe I got from him. Sure. Um, Actually, I, sorry, one more really – I didn't meet this guy, but when, when I went to go try and get into Dune early, Hans Zimmer showed mm-hmm. up in like, a, in like a car like 100 mm-hmm. yards down the street, and people were just screaming, and that's the only reason I knew. And I just saw this one man sprinting at the top of his like speed with his lungs, just holding <laughs> in his arms a Dark Knight vinyl, and it was possibly the funniest thing I'd seen in like the <laughs> longest time, just, just sprinting with a Dark Knight vinyl in his hands towards a, uh, you know, a large Cadillac that supports Zimmer. Yeah. Hans. Literally just like Hans. Yeah. And it was uh, me and my friend just burst out laughing. When I saw it. Um, oh, and what anyways, a wild city you live in. To round out uh, um, your question, though, uh, top three. God, I really loved The Worst Person in the World. Uh, oh, that was fantastic. Loved that was so Tragedy good. of Macbeth. Um, and I know this is more uh, than three. I liked French Dispatch and the card counter a lot, too. Um, okay. French and Dune Dispatch, was cool, too. I liked I, Dune a lot. Oh, Dune, Dune was fantastic. Uh, but it's Denis Villeneuve, my favorite director. Uh, so I went in. It was kind of weird because that was the first movie theater movie. Like, because we opened up um, in the summer and people are still kind of COVID conscious last mm-hmm. June. Um, and then... Basically, the first thing that brought them to the theater was James Bond. And then Dune came out shortly after, and it was straight to streaming, so I was like, this is not going to hit. And boy, did it. Like, we had Dune for maybe three months. Like, everyone mm. had to see it on the big screen. Yeah. Uh, everyone except Jordan, I believe, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, and I watched it streaming. It was still really great, but I could definitely see how it would have been much better in a theater. And you don't have, like, you use TV speakers, correct? No, I have some pretty nice speakers. 
Okay. Okay. Good. Well, thank. I have God. a terrible thank TV. God for that. It's the size of a postage stamp, but the speakers are excellent. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess if you're sitting super close to it, proportionately, it's the same size. No, that's what I do. I got a um, like, I got a subwoofer like semi recently, or like in a sound bar, and I put, I watched, I saw Dune in theaters, but I saw, I watched it again on HBO after, and I, I think I like woke up my entire apartment in that you know how like <laughs> when it, it like before the 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 studio credits even happened there's just this like guttural like chant before the movie starts and it's yes. like dream, yeah. it's like and it literally like the, uh, my speakers were all the way up because i hadn't started the movie yet and i was uh <laughs> i jumped three feet out of off of my couch <laughs> that is a good thing to wake up to the guttural dune chant talking yeah, about yeah. the uh the mind, what is that thing called? There's, it's like a poem. Fear is the mind killer, whatever that poem is. Um, I think that's it. That's so, my, yeah. <laughs> my 2021, I absolutely loathed French Dispatch. Um, <laughs> I, but I don't like Wes Anderson, and I think we've discussed this before. Um, I don't think we have, but I I, think I, he's, it's for another podcast. See, but I love... And this is more recent, so I don't know if we've talked about this. I got into a real big Noah Baumbach kick on this past year. So I watched all of his movies. He's great. And I have loved pretty much all of them. Squid and um, Whale is like top oh my god, me, probably. So great. Such a good movie. Like It's very... It, and uh, it's, it's so up your alley, too. I feel like... Never yeah. Mind. Sorry, no, ahead. that... Because I watched that... Or I watched Marriage Story, like, not knowing much about Noah Baumbach. Um, and I've since gone back and watched some more Wes Anderson, because they worked together a lot early on. Yeah. Um, and I love Rushmore, and I love Bottle Rocket. Bottle Rocket's really my af- favorite. Yeah, after Rushmore, he starts to get a little, uh, I guess, pretentious, for lack of a so better you, word. So you don't and like anything after Owen Wilson stopped writing, basically. You know that? Because they wrote well, the first yeah. few scripts together, and then so I think I guess Owen I've, Wilson stopped writing with him. Because I haven't seen Darjeeling Unlimited or uh, Life Aquatic, which I hear are two of the best ones. But they're great. I'm hesitant to watch them. Sorry, but I, the the thing that I, uh, Bottle Rocket, I believe, and Rushmore were both co co written by the two of them, and then I think after that, did, Wilson continued to did be Owen in his Wilson, movies. But did he not write Tenenbaums? I don't think so. Um, I think oh, after I that, it's did, pretty much but... all just like. West soul credit, but I could be absolutely wrong on that. Um, but I feel like without Bombeck or Wilson to ground Wes Anderson, he just kind of goes off the rails and creates this fantasy world. And I mean, there must be some like I hear working with him is an absolute delight. Like Bill Murray is like the only director who Bill Murray will work with for whatever reason. I think uh, I like that there's directors out there that are not bound by uh, the same reality that the rest of us are. Though I will say it'd probably be nice to see him return to a more grounded style every once in a while cuz now it's like all icing. Did you did you Very watch little cake. Did you watch uh, French, French Dispatch? Dispatch? Yes. No, I have not yet. Okay. It's very much, uh, and we had that at the theater, obviously, it was a big hit, because it's like an arts theater in Charlottesville, obviously, Wes Anderson's gonna thrive. Um, but most of the staff who are Wes Anderson fans did not like this one, because they felt it was his most, like, the most, if you could just inject Wes Very Anderson stuffy. into a property, yeah. I mean, it's, it's literally, it's he's like the making most New Yorker the movie, like the, the magazine, yeah. basically, so... 
Yeah, it's um, and and then coming off the high of Marriage Story, which I guess was Bombeck's last movie, I was just like, why bother with anything else? Why I I don't need to I don't care for you, Mr. Anderson. Um, well, I won't try and give it to you, but I would say watch. I would say Life Aquatic. I think you would love it because there's some great musicality to it. Um, and I have just, heard a lot of people have. A lot of people have recommended that one, but every time a new person recommends one to me, I watch it, and they're like, you're going to love Fantastic Mr. Fox. And I was like, eh, it was fine. See, that's my least favorite one. Okay, well, I believe that tracks, um, based on everything I know about you and your hatred of I love the, the idea that Cade, like, lifts up a, and he goes, God, that, that doesn't track. And it's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what we're going to, yeah, that I one do. doesn't track. All my, all my bullet points. Yeah, you haven't really, uh, I mean... Jordan occasionally surprises Glad me know every so, so often. You, yeah, you have sort of just become this meme of yourself. Do you want to? Do you want like, to <laughs> guess a movie or two that I perhaps hated this past year, and see if you're right? <laughs> I, this so 2022. Wait, or, or any, uh, any like any pick from the last few years? And I feel like I could think okay, of one well, or two that I bet you hated. Let's do all right. That's a fun game. Let's do that right after Jordan says his 2021 course, yes. real quick. What I don't remember what came out right, again. Do you I, want, if I had a letterbox, this I, would be I'm so easy. At, all right, why don't. haven't all you right. gotten one? I have a mailbox, but all right, no letterbox. Jordan, uh, I've got Bo, a list right Bo Burnham's here. Inside. <laughs> go, all right, Ooh, go Inside's good. Yeah, the inside's Little great. Things go, with go Remy Malik and, and Jared Leto. Judas and <laughs> the Black Messiah. Uh, that was good. Space Jam 2. Titan. Red Rocket. Uh, drive my car. I didn't see Red Rocket yet. That is high on my list. Really good, really fun. Um, yeah, Pig. We we didn't get that at the theater. Pig King was great. Richard, the the power of the dog. Come on, come on. Hated both of those. Spencer, Loved come on, come on. The Lost Daughter, Halloween Kills, The Last Duel, The Many Saints of Newark, James Bond, House of Gucci, West Side Story, Don't Look Up, The Matrix. Tragedy, so West Side Story, Don't Look Up. Okay, so so. Have, I think I only have three movies that I saw, though I also watched Coda. Um, well, that counts. I tried to. With and so we got three and minutes in. You watched uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, Eternals, and Shang-Chi, and Black Widow. Hmm. Is it well, Shang-Chi? I, I thought it was Shang-Chi. Chung- yeah, that's how, that's how the Americans pronounce it, you mouth oh, breather. Okay. <laughs> I do breathe out of my mouth sometimes. <laughs> I guess Judas and the Black Messiah, I think, is my favorite. Well, maybe that inside and Koto uh, is pretty good. There was one more in there. Spider-Man. That list. Mm, I don't think it was Spider-Man. Oh, but I feel like it might be. Uh, uh, but I'll say those two and then one other mystery Dune. one. Dune. Did, did you like Dune? I did like Dune. Uh, did you watch Green Knight? I did not. Green Knight was very good. Uh, I wasn't Pig. crazy did you watch about Pig? it. Nah, oh. I never saw Pig. Um, interesting. Uh, Spiral, the Chris Rock Saw movie? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Um, well, I guess that's good enough. Okay, Patrick, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless you want to count, like, would you include WandaVision? Like, was that a top three TV show you watched? Or TV show slash movie, if you lumped them together? It, it's Marvel's best shot at getting on the Getting, making sure. the top three? Yeah. Okay. Um... All right, so real quick, uh, we should, me and Patrick and Jordan, you can chime in too, are going to play this What Did You Hate the Most? Or we'll do three movies. 
we'll each guess three movies that the other person hated. But should this imply that we've seen them? I think yeah, uh, I'm going to some of these maybe you haven't. I'm going to try and pick ones that I think you probably saw. For instance, I don't want to pick a Marvel movie because I know yeah, you haven't yeah. watched them. I would like, say, you would hate it. I would say for the most part, steer away from... Well, I, I do see franchise movies, but like, I'd say there's like a 50% chance I've seen it if it's like a sequel to a franchise. Okay. Then, so anyways. the past few years... All right. Uh, do you want to go first? Should we alternate? I have, I've got this? one. I'm going to bet that you hated The Power of the Dog if you saw I it. I hated The Power of the Dog. I hated it, but if that's you were... one on the board for Patrick, <laughs> All right, I'm Jordan, the scorekeeper. I Jordan, guess. Jordan will be the scorekeeper. Uh, if you recall, uh, in Goffrin's class in college, um, I hated the piano, and then I don't know why I went into this thinking I'd like it because I hated the piano. This very much was kind of slow, uh, piano esque. Yeah, I, I hated it. All right, so now I'm going to guess a Patrick movie. I really hope you hated this, because I also hated it, but there's also, like, an outside chance you might have liked it, and that would be... I, okay. That would surprise me. This, that would genuinely surprise me. The Last Duel. I liked it. Okay, I saw it in theaters, and I thought, that was kind of boring. And then I watched it with my dad and my brother again, like, at home. And I was like, I kind of oh. like this movie. Like, it's it's not you're right. It's nothing like to write home about. But in terms of just like a good, solidly directed genre film, some nice, cool well, sequences and some good armor clanking and whatnot. But <laughs> armor I think clank. I think no point oh, for that. Cade. But I just like that movie. Is I can't say just... I hated it. That's I would I didn't lo- okay. love it, but I didn't. You know, it's sort of like middle of the road for me. Yeah, that's fair. Just for and Ridley that's the Scott. Bar. For, all right, fair enough. For Ridley Scott to say Blade Runner 2049 was too long and too boring. Right, yeah. And then make the last duel is an absolute, like, slap in the face. Uh, all right, Patrick, your turn. All right, I was trying to guess ones that I like or, like, that I, that I thought you wouldn't like and I did, but now I'm feeling like this might... Um... See, sometimes your taste is really hard to, to predict. I'm going to say <laughs> that you hated... That movie, The Little Things. Did you see that? I did not see it. Oh, fuck. So right. I guess you should get to go again. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to say you hated The Card Counter. I did not hate The Card Counter. I gave it three and a half stars. Uh, it's definitely not nearly as good as First Reformed, which was the movie he did before that, I, I believe. Um. But I, Oscar Isaac's very good, um, and it kept me entertained the whole time. I probably wouldn't watch it again, but... Sure. Yeah. All right, Cade, you can catch up here. Yeah. All right, now's my chance to come back. All right, fuck. Uh, so th- we're doing, like, last three years? Yeah, you, ca- I, yeah you, can, you can go far as far back as you'd like. All right, so I really loved Halloween Kills, and I bet you hated it. Hated because it. Because I loved it. Hated oh, God, and I, I liked the first one so much. I'm shocked. The second one is just like, dude, he like kills a girl by slamming a car door on a gun. Like, that's crazy. I mean, it was violent and there was definitely some cool kills that I was like, wow, that was that was really like fucking metal and intense. But there were just whole swaths. (laughs) That's how I watch every movie. What movie am I watching when they're like when they're like chanting evil dies tonight outside the hospital and they like make that guy that that poor mentally ill man like 
commits suicide, and then well, yeah, because just, they think he's Michael. I think it's and, a testament to the day and age we're living in uh, it, with the whole mob mentality kind of deal. I I, I got I got that. I felt that it was very heavy handed. Um, and a I don't know. I feel like it was over your head a bit. Sure. And, I, and then I guess, like, Jamie Lee right. Curtis spends the whole movie just in a bed, like, yelling. Well, this isn't like, – sh- her showdown is in the third one. She's not supposed to be well, in this one. All right, I suppose next. that would be my point. Round three. There should have only been two. All right. That's all it's today. Round three. Uh, okay. I'm going to say – oh, this is tough. Um, it all comes down to this. Is this the tiebreaker round? No, I got a thing. you also will get a thing, but <laughs> okay. it, it comes down to this round, I mean, not this specific answer. <laughs> okay. Hmm. I'm going to say that you, uh, this is a, all right, I'm going to take, I'm taking a risk here. I'm going to say you hated Titan okay. if you saw it. Uh, I gave it three out of five. I definitely was like, what the fuck is this? I definitely think you should get half a point, even though I didn't hate Ooh. it. But the whole time I was like, maybe I shouldn't have watched this movie. Like, I, there was definitely like a, I have no reason to watch this. And the new, we have at the theater, the new Cronenberg movie, Crimes of the Future. Oh, um, I really want to see and that. And I, yeah. I was thinking about watching it, and then everyone, all the staff who watched it, compared it to Titan. And I was like, I'm not going to watch it then. So I gave it three out of five stars on my letterbox, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know if I did. You would see call that Vigo was like, "This isn't Titan. It's not just empty shock value. It's Cronenberg. It's got some actual." I thought sure. I was like, I was I surprised believe... that he just like went off like that. Oh, you were surprised Vigo defended Cronenberg? No, I'm surprised his that BFF. he he went out of his way to shit on a movie that didn't really have anything to do with anything. Oh, I see. Well, you know, Titan's not that great because uh, your, fr- your friends you... were saying, you know, that it's they're similar. <laughs> Compare Sorry. it. Gotcha. Yeah. I guess just the body horror of, course, of it. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, all right, Jordan, what are you? What you're the judge? Do you think that? Yeah, yeah. Point? I'll give you. I'll, I'll do one and a half points to Patrick. So okay. now it really comes down. Okay, to Okay, fuck. So I can steal it. I can steal. Yes, the you can. Okay. Um, so I just watched Jurassic World Dominion, and I hated it. But I imagine you haven't seen that. Because you would have to pay it. for it, and the only reason I watched it was because I got to see it for free. Yeah, but I definitely would hate it. I would. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do um, love Laura Dern, but I don't think she's enough to save it. Her opening line in this movie is is so horrendously cringeworthy. It's Sam Neill, Jeff Goldblum, and her meet up for the first time since whatever the last movie they were all in yeah. together. And Sam Neill asks, how did you meet up with Jeff Goldblum? And she says, he slid into my DMs. Oh, God. Oof. It's like... <laughs> yeah. That got past, like, multiple revisions. Most, a lot of people read the script and said, yeah, that's See, my, funny. So I almost think... That's a another, crack up. I almost think they tried to euthanize, or, like, like make... Not youth the medical... Like make it more youth-like, like you know, like I I could see a situation. <laughs> the, okay. the opposite, the opposite. Right, yeah, yeah. They did funny. euthanize it, and right. I think they just probably said that word and didn't know what it meant. But I could see a situation in which like that script is brought into a room of like young sort of spicy writers, and they're like, let's you know euthan this up and make it kind of fun. And Euthan-it. what could she say here instead of you know? And then they're like, let's get some cheeky jokes, and it's like the type of thing that you know. Older people think that I don't know. God, that's that's rough. Okay, it's um, kind of like a Kevin Hart joke or something. Like I could see him doing that. 
saying uh, sliding into DMs. Yeah, Laura Dern, like she said it, and you clearly had no idea. Like she had no idea what it meant. Like you, <laughs> you could tell on her facial expression. Right. Uh, it was terrible. I hated that movie, and it's two and a half hours, and I sat through all of it. Um, all right, so we're just doing movies you hated, correct? Sure. Like that's, I, I think I so. Can't that's say, the game. I can't say something you loved, even if I hated it. Like the opposite. No, like we're not playing it. Okay, all right. Um, I'm gonna guess you hated. I don't know if you've seen this. I'm gonna guess you hated Ghostbusters Afterlife. I also didn't see it. Yeah. Fuck. Um, yeah. All right. But I would have. These are all good. Back. These are all good choices. <laughs> I, I can read you like a book. Um, it's like interesting because it? it has to be a movie that it seems at least superficially appealing enough that Patrick would see it. I know, right? That's and therein, then hate it. Therein lies the rub. Uh, did you? And see, all the superhero ones are like jumping out, but there's no way you watched any of these. Uh, obviously, you liked Licorice Pizza. Um, okay, all right. I hated Matrix Resurrections. Did you hate Matrix Resurrections? I didn't. No, I thought it was fun. Oh my god! I thought I actually have only oh. seen it the one time, but uh, I definitely did not hate it. But Okay. It's probably like, hmm. Yeah, no, I, I didn't hate it. I, I, I thought there were some really fun parts to it. What's, what's funny, though, is that this seals the victory for Patrick, so he could be lying right now just so he can <laughs> Just win. to no, take I, the win. I can, if you look up my letterbox, you'll see a big fat heart next to Matrix 4. <laughs> Which you, I've noticed you usually do when you don't know like any nice things to say about a movie, but you don't want to like say that you hated it. I kind of stopped rant. Well, I've sort of stopped using letterbox almost entirely, not for any particular reason, but I kind of stopped ranking them because I found myself, I hated this. I found myself watching movies and like thinking about what I would rate them before they even finished. And I, I didn't like the way that was affecting the way I watched things. So I just started, oh. I was like, I'm just going to do thumbs up, thumbs down, which is either, you know, that's, to me, it's like heart or no heart. And I, yeah. I usually, like, re write something for all of them, so. Um, but, sure, sure. But, yeah. I have the opposite. I, but if I you put a gun like in my head and maybe rank it, I probably something. would give it, I would probably give it, like, three stars. Okay. Which is, like, not good, right? That's like, Or, like, you know, <laughs> not great. Um. All right, so we are seventy minutes into this podcast. Yeah. Uh, we should um, did not mean to drive us off the road about... there. No, no, no. This was uh, just as much me, and honestly, just as much Jordan. That boy loves to gab. Uh, <laughs> so, Patrick, uh, fill us in before we dive into Legion. Like, wh have you watched any of the Marvel TV shows, any of the movies, anything in the past since we last spoke? Not a frame. N no. But you did watch the first 20 minutes of Spider-Man No Way Home? Oh, yeah, I did. Or... Sorry, yeah. The, before that, I think the last Marvel movie I saw in its entirety was the first Black Panther. Right? There's still just one, okay. right? Yes, which you have gone on record saying the best thing to happen to the Marvel Cinematic Universe is the Black Panther soundtrack. Did I? Yeah, I probably agree with that still. I'd probably stick by that. <laughs> well, yeah. you said it, so I should hope you do. <laughs> I was like, where is he going with this? Uh, <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> And then, you, yeah, you, you, you wrapped it up. That's true. I, would, I still feel that way. <laughs> um, would you consider... So, 
fans, non-Marvel and Marvel fans have raved about WandaVision mm. and Loki. Would you consider watching those? If you were present, I would watch as much of it as you wanted me to. Okay, but you would not do it willingly, like out, like by yourself. There's got to be just like some. There's got to be something more than me just alone. I'm like, you know what I mean? Like if <laughs> if I'm watching it for a podcast or sure. watching it because it's like it's it'd be fun to watch it with you and like you know, uh, like jokingly butt heads a little bit. Like I think that'd be fun. <laughs> But just the idea of yeah. me watching it like alone just sounds very sad, and I don't. It's not how I want to spend <laughs> my time. <laughs> That's I rewatch it alone regularly. I bet, but I bet, I, I love watching stuff. I don't uh, mean that. Maybe the alone was a weird thing to fix it on because I watch things alone all the time. I just mean like it would. I would sure, be like wanting to look Marvel. to another person or like a, a like a mirror and be like, ah, huh? like what's the deal? You know, like it'd be like Jim Halpert <laughs> with no camera to look at. Like, does that make sense? <laughs> Yeah, I a, feel like you would watch WandaVision almost like a horror movie where slowly it starts off with an interesting premise and then slowly turns into a normal Marvel movie. And as, as that descent happened, you would just get less and less pleased with what you were watching. Well, I wa- actually I came uh, up, that is my prediction. I went to a friend's house like when that was show was popular and they were watching. I think it was the like the last bit of the last episode. And I was like, I just watched and it was uh, Catherine Hahn was just like running around and like. It was like yeah. red pe- stuff coming out of people's eyes that were red, and I was like, "Wasn't this movie? I thought this was about TV." I was so yeah. Confused. You watched the most Marvel episode of an otherwise not really Marvel. Yeah, show. and watch is a generous term. It was more just sort of like <laughs> buzzing in the background. <laughs> it just was on. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I think I don't know. I would hope that you would enjoy uh, WandaVision, but you know that's. Uh, Maybe now that we've completed Legion, well, we'll find out if we want to venture on to episode two, if you guys are going to keep watching the show or uh, or not. <laughs> um, so why don't we dive into the last 20 minutes of Legion, if you're both yes. ready. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Did it, do you have like the beats in front of you, Cade, of what happens in the last 20 minutes? Because I remember some stuff from having just watched it. Yeah. But like... So, it ended see so this going into this podcast and even after we recorded the last two i had the feeling cuz the third part of this episode is the most x men of the entire pilot episode which you guys don't like uh and that was my whole reason i pitched this show is because it's not like your standard x men show it's more of like a noah hawley show with x men in it uh Seeing as it's taken us five years to finish this, it seemed like that was not the case that you uh, <laughs> immediately took to it. Uh, so this, going into it, I had a feeling this was going to be, already going to be your least favorite part. Um, I'll say, I think this was my favorite chunk. Jordan, you are, I, I, I mean, this is for the better, obviously. Your opinion is changing for the better because you like a lot of Marvel stuff now. But I just, you're so unpredictable. Like, Patrick is just so, such a, uh, like, I, oh, man, I know what that kid's eating for dinner tonight. But, Jordan, you always throw me for a loop. I I think the reason that I liked it so much is because I had no idea what was going on. So, like, all the images they were throwing at me were just completely whatever I wanted them to be. I really liked that it was was the last third of it that I had to watch. (laughs) That was my favorite part. Because... So the middle part ended with, like, they absorb each other's powers 
uh, or she he touches the girl who at this point in the show you don't know whether or not she's a figment of his imagination and she's saying a lot of things to make you think like maybe she's made up like at the end where he's like are you real do you love me and she says yes of course i love you which seems like something a fake girlfriend would say right <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um so uh, that was an interesting part of the pilot. She does become a real character later on, and it's confirmed, but I could tell they're kind of towing the line of is she real or is she not in this. Um, and it seems like neither of you liked the middle part after just re-listening to our part two episode. Well, the middle part, today. it's so fresh in my brain that um, it, it, it what helped me was, you know, I was so easy to pick up on, you know, the last third, and it's just smooth transition from one into the other. <laughs> it has been a long sorry, time sorry. but you know you ha- you job. have uh been <laughs> you have been um able to go back and just like i can't believe there hasn't been a single night where you're just like you know what i'm gonna i've been saving it i've been I, I i can't move on to the second episode because i've been waiting to finish it <laughs> just so excited and also going into this i feel like because the show gets weirder and weirder as the show goes on uh, season two starts with a Don, uh, a John Ham like narration, and they're on this weird spaceship. See and now you're pitching it, three... Yeah, so maybe just instead of watching the rest of season one, we watch the Legion two pilot next. Well, I oh, guess that it's sounds a good. It's not. It's and then uh, so and also fun fact. Um, season three just got put on Hulu like a while ago, but I didn't know about it, and I hadn't seen season three. So I'm currently on the last episode of this show that I have not completely finished. And the penultimate episode, really all this action stuff that you see at the end of this one dies in season one, and all of the fight sequences are very, like, creative. For example, the episode I just watched in season three, Jason Manzukis is the villain, and he has a rap battle with the hero, to as like the fight like the villain hero villain showdown is a rap battle i can't tell if that would be interesting or the most cringe thing i've ever heard it was very interesting it was very interesting uh so yeah maybe you know i think a proper step for the show would for be be, uh would be for both of you to not watch season one because it's the most grounded in reality even though it's very wacky and then we just immediately jump to season two and then we uh start season two and see how far we get into it before we jump to season three uh, well, first we got to talk about the episode. We should talk about us. yeah. We should talk about this one. But so, I just want to go in saying I feel like I know I've I've held you held you uh, hostage a long time for this show. But I feel like I have a good feeling about you guys liking season two. <laughs> Is the best I appreciate way that optimism. That. Uh, I got a really good feeling because you know if nothing else, you get John Hamm narrating. Hey, so I mean that and Mercedes commercials they have that in common. Yeah. Hey, this is this is just like that. Um, so he is uh, Dan Stevens, uh, who is Legion in this show, uh, is the whole time he's being interrogated by a secret organization who is like FBI esque. He was um, also in the Will Ferrell Eurovision movie. Since this uh, show, Dan I was Stevens? trying to be like, yeah, I was like, where did I see this guy? Oh, I didn't even watch. The girl Eurovision. was also was that one of your favorites. Did you guys? Any of you guys watch Tokyo Vice by any chance? Did not. No. Oh, it's not worth watching. But the 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 blonde <laughs> woman is a main character in it, and I was like, oh, it's nice that she's still getting work. She's. <laughs> <laughs> um. So they put him in a pool and threatened to electrocute him. Well, uh, but first, didn't we? Don't we see like the sequence where he throws a pin into a guy's face? 
Yeah, that's so he's still interrogating the guy at that point. Yeah. I would also like to point out we're 75 minutes into the episode, and as soon as we start talking about Legion, I've seen Patrick yawn twice. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell where his head's at. I'm, I'm here for it. He just wanted to talk about French Dispatch for 90 minutes. <laughs> um, so, okay, so, yes, he's being interrogated, and then, uh, what's-her-face, the girl in the show, I'm forgetting her name at the moment, uh switch bodies with him or he's in her body and then he did some she did some damage as him because she didn't know how to control his powers uh and then that is why he was taken by the government organization and then then he's put in the pool with the electricity threatening to kill him and then uh aubrey plaza and company break him out is there this interrogation reason that they're trying to threatening to kill him in such an elaborate way because he is an all-powerful mutant and can kind of you know like bullets can't hurt him i see so, so electric they have like, to electrocute elect- i mean did you see it follows uh yeah i did okay well think about the end of that but don't without, they sh- you know, don't spoiling. they shoot him in the head and it follows they try to shoot him but then they try to electrocute him in the pool you're right <laughs> spoilers <laughs> sorry you, yeah you should well i mean they tried and say if they succeeded okay perfect um so jordan what do you think of this uh last action sequence being the resident uh, uh marvel guy so well first i was gonna say a sequence that i like i guess i don't remember if this was before or after this but there's a part where he's sleeping and there's a crazy dance sequence yeah in his might- dream I was a big oh, fan of that. That was my favorite part. Random too. dance sequence. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, that is almost all of season two and three. So I, I, I promise, guys, if you just bear with me for a little <laughs> bit longer, like another twenty six months, like we can really get into the meat of this show. Like I feel like you guys would really appreciate it. We're so close. Uh, but that that I liked. People turning into skeletons in the big explosion thing. That was pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, and then it started to try to do plot stuff again, like you're saying when they're running away and it's like, are you real or not? That part I didn't care so much about because I don't care about their relationship. Oh, but, I find that fascinating. And then and he's using In terms all... of non sequitur visuals, that's kind of what I was enjoying. Just like no context. Here's a weird thing that someone spent a lot of time working on. I feel like you might enjoy this show now that we're talking about it. I feel like, <laughs> you know, Patrick is still kind of... I feel like I'll win him over in a future episode, but I was right now... Go ahead, sorry. Right now, as it stands to believe, I feel like you have kind of felt the same way. Uh, and maybe it's because you do love Noah Hawley, correct? Me? Uh, I like, yes. I mean, I liked the first two seasons of Fargo a lot. Is that. Did he do the other two? I think that's. Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I didn't love those two as much, but I still think they were uh, worth watching. But the first two I thought was okay. like pretty. Like S tier television, um, but yeah, yeah, no, he's a. So, does he write all? I don't know if he. I'm not really sure what his. Uh, if if he's the executive. He producer. is the showrunner, okay, so he yeah, so it's his, he it's his baby. he writes and directs not everything. Right. But he, it's definitely his baby. Right. Um, and he actually, fun fact, wrote a Doctor Doom movie, uh, delivered it to Kevin Feige, and Kevin Feige said, "Now nah, we're not going to use this." That's hilarious. A Doctor Doom. Yeah. Doctor Doom. Oh, oh Doom. Patrick, you have so much to learn. Yeah, yeah the the villain of Doctor Scooby Doo, Doctor Doolittle one. If he <laughs> would do that, maybe. 
Well, Robert Downey Jr. is in the Doolittle movie, so maybe that's another oh, are they, something. Are they the doing one with could... him? They already and did it. Like, that came out in like. And he's like, um, he's Doolittle. Okay, here's the thing, uh, dude. I'm not going to talk to your dog. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I haven't seen it. Maybe that is would that, be a fun watch that, for all three of us. Came right over my head. I didn't know that came out. I I think it bombed at the box office. No kidding, really. Like I. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's shocking. Coming off the high of his highest grossing wow, movie are, of all time. There are like four or five Dr. Doolittle sequels. There's a Dr. Doolittle uh, Yeah, three. this one's a reboot, though. This one's a reboot. There is, I'm not joking, over six Dr. Doolittle movies. Um, anyways, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's funny that Hollywood really seems to want to make that work. Yeah. I, I do remember seeing the Eddie Murphy one in theaters with my grandmother when I was a child. I do love the I, trend of like removing a name and calling it a new title. Like I, it's just like yeah. do little, like they they've been doing like that instead a lot. of instead of the Irishman, it's just Irishman. Or isn't the new one called like just Wonka? You know, I feel like there's been so many movies yes. where they're yeah. they're like that's creative, right? We'll just get rid of the it's, you know, it's just a one word sequel kind of deal. Um. So, Patrick, how does this la- last third of Legion stack up to your first two Legion viewings? I was, I was enjoying the, the bits in the pool. I thought that was interesting. And then I was so thrown off. There's a certain point where he's on a telephone and for the aspect ratio just changes. And I was so thrown by it for the next, like, eight minutes that I had trouble, like, understanding. Like, did you guys see that? <laughs> Or the whole, ch- no, the whole. There's a point where no he's on idea. the phone, and the entire frame just shrinks in and gets skinnier. And I thought, like, well, why did that is, happen? And then this is the type of show where a random eight minutes turns it like they're all cartoons for no reason. Gotcha. So like, and I'm sure if PTA did that, you would like freak out and just write about it. But like, no, is, I would. I'd be about Noah. Uh, just, I don't know. I I th- I thought the last. Very five last five minutes was kind of cool, and I like the stuff with uh, I think Jean Smart. So it's always fun to see her. Um, yeah, um, she plays a big part in season one. Does she? That's yeah. uh, well, you know, I uh, I I still haven't watched Hacks either, so I got I got some smart content to to catch up on. Um, I have heard good things about Hacks. I too have not watched it. Um, um, so overall, what what is your opinion? All right, let's do overall. I was very confused. Of the I have to Empire. be honest. I was very, very, very <laughs> confused the entire entire twenty two minutes or so. Yeah, no, okay. I had no idea what was happening, but I think that added. Yeah, I that w- added to your experience because the show often throughout episodes, like when you're watching it in one sitting. It has that effect on people. Like, people will still be like, I had no idea what was going on. So imagine watching something like that, a two, like, two years apart from each viewing. Like, splitting up an episode. I don't have to imagine. That is what I've done. <laughs> which is very like, bizarre. It's like, no one could set out to do that experiment, but we've done it. Like, showing up at, like, a Noah Hawley Q&A and being like, um, hello, hi, Mr. Colley. I'm just wondering, uh, have you... Have, we, me and my, you know, just, like, explaining to him that this is a cool way of watching it. <laughs> for like three minutes and then just putting the mic down and just being like do you have thoughts and plug the podcast <laughs> just you watch 20 minutes um, every anyway. <laughs> I would love That's... to calculate how long this would take us to watch the entire series in this manner so well there are a total of if it helps uh, 28 episodes so 28 times 26 months is that correct 
Well, but we watch them at twenty minute segments, so it's so it's twenty eight. Oh, times you're right. Three. We split into threes. Oh my god. So so yeah. we would all be dead. Yeah, two hundred eighty three segments times two hundred eighty three <laughs> things to watch over spread out at divided by what three years or twenty six no? months twenty six months divided would that just be divided by twenty six or is that or or if you want to do years I think it might take us. Point. 11 years. Well, no, 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 because you have to multiply it. You're, we're, we're doing the overall amount of time, so you multiply it. You don't divide. Right. You multiply it by 26 months, and then you divide that by 12, and that's how many years it will take us. Okay. Wait, so there's but there'll be 84 episodes. Right. Or like 84 things yeah. to watch. Yeah, and there's two years between each episode. <laughs> 26 months, not just two years. Yeah. So... I mean, here, I'll just multiply it by 26 months. He'll just use his lawyer brain and figure it out. And then, uh, let's lawyer's see. good at math. Okay, so now I have to, to divide be. this by 12 to get years. <laughs> I think they are. So it'll take 182 years. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> so that, that definitely seems like a long time. Um, oh, but this will be so interesting if we happen to live, like, right before immortality is invented. Because then we would have started it not knowing whether we could have finished it. I mean, if we have immortality, it, <laughs> then we can start it then. Also, But then it's less cool. Because I want to be on, like, BuzzFeed in the year uh, 2300. Like, look at these guys. They started oh. doing this before they knew they'd live forever. So, okay, follow-up question. If yes. we just do... The like if I pick an episode from each season, or we just do the premiere of each season and do this the same format, uh, how long will that take? And will we be done before all of James Cameron's Avatar movies? So just the premieres? Just the the first episode of each season because it gets wackier. Season three premiere, honestly, yeah, it's pretty wacky, but it does kind of yeah. Let's I'm gonna stick with that. Let's do the first episode of each season, and then maybe the last episode. I feel like of just each to season. round it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I haven't even seen the last episode. <laughs> uh, so that would take. Uh, I mean, so it's <laughs> it's five years uh, an episode. That's our rate, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Essentially, okay. So yeah, or so like it'd be a decade under. before we're done with the pilot. So by twenty thirty two. 2032. Roughly, yeah. It sounds like. Okay. So we want to aim to bring Patrick back <laughs> August 2024. Yeah, no, that's definitely... <laughs> if uh, not sooner, man. like we can do a fun sidebar like with Doolittle. <laughs> if we, See, if we I, I would love Doolittle. to watch one of the Doolittle straight to DVD sequel like and then and then yeah or yeah or the new yeah the new Robert Downey one I mean specifically I just wanted Robert Downey Jr cuz he's such an integral part of this podcast I mean uh, we have 2 years to do a bit before the next oh yeah episode yeah. so we could decide something now that we're going to talk about on the next well, they'll probably be, at that point they'll probably be like do little two like secrets of the zoo or something like that I think it'll, it'll be, be like, like two little two do yeah, no. Uh, yeah, that's Doolittle, what I would name. And Tom Holland will play like a CGI monkey or something. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm getting excited for this movie just because of all the all the Marvel callbacks. Um, so, uh, what what's our overall our, our review out of six Avengers? How do, how do we rate the Legion One pilot? We did it, fellas. Unless there's anything uh, people have to say at the ver- uh, any other any fine points uh, to comment on on the overall episode. Uh, where did this show yeah, take place? So. 
Was it was that like the uh, like the Pacific Northwest or something? Do you know? Yeah, I think it's California, Oregon area. Yeah. That was I was sort of just like, boy, um, that's a pretty beach. The last like five or ten minutes. That was what I, that was my yeah, thoughts. I, I want to go to that place. I, <laughs> okay, that's a start. That's that's getting you to like something about it. Uh, I also really rewatching. I think the last one we did, I rewatched the first twenty minutes just so I would have context. So I watched the first forty minutes of the episode, and then today I just watched the last twenty minutes. But episode the the very first intro or the the first five minutes of the episode is him growing up with this what he thinks is a mental disorder but it's actually like superpowers to the theme of the who's i'm a boy and i'm shocked jordan didn't love that and i'm sure i brought that up on one of these other episodes i genuinely thought that would be jordan would immediately be into it i mean that is I'm very struggling much to remember that for some reason in my wheelhouse yeah i don't remember that at all i don't know <laughs> well, why you just google you just, yeah, it's been four and a half years. So maybe just, just Google uh, Legion intro or, you know, go to the place you watched it today and rewind and actually watch the first five minutes and then you'll get that intro. <laughs> um, so what, what do we give this Avengers-wise? Uh, maybe the first two I don't remember liking very much. This yes. one I liked maybe uh, like a two and a half out of six. Oh my god, this is like... Maybe a 3 out of 6. I should hope it's at least 3. This is like... Uh, it's hard to say. Numbers. I mean, maybe I I'm think... giving it like a half point for the first one, a half point for the second one, and then... Yeah, I maybe think... two points for the last one. I did enjoy this last 20 minutes, but part of it was kind of the fun novelty of knowing <laughs> that how confusing it was and the fact that I'd only seen the last 40 minutes. It's and... just... I think you're just liking the bit more than the actual show. No, that's very true. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's become very hard to, to discern at what point we're being serious on our opinions <laughs> on this. <laughs> well, eventually, you know, maybe the next one we do is the Legion 2 premiere live app, where mm. it's, we invite you to a live audience, and then we talk about Legion Part 2. Right. Um, you know, once the 100th episode, I feel like that's our that's our nut, like that's our big, like, holy shit, they did 100, they called 100 people. I think, and let's, let's aim to finish the next episode at the Beacon Theater, too, if we can, you know? Yeah, um, but let us all sort of uh, manifest that. Right. Um, or the Paramount, so Patrick, whichever. What, your... You know, whichever will have us. Yeah, that's We'll true. get a bit of more going. Yeah, <laughs> whichever. Um, it just depends on who wants to drive the most. Right, yeah. Uh, so, so well, I figured Patrick, they comp that your... for us, probably, so. Oh, you think we're getting picked up in limos? Well, they just, you know, or, or just, uh, just comp us for the travel, you know, costs. Oh, so... I mean, I should hope so. Gas is like $60 to fill up your car. Sure. So. Or they just give us like a voucher uh, for a Bolt bus. A gas voucher? Free gas for a year? Sorry, you um, were leading up to a question. I was just curious what you thought of this uh, overall episode of Legion. What do you think of Noah Hawley's Legion pilot? Oh, uh, out of six. Out of, a one out of six rating. Out of six. Or I guess One half. out of six. Oh, uh, two, two. Two out of six. Two. Yeah. Two out of six. Not a, not a huge okay. fan. Okay, to be totally but honest, you are. Do you think that, based on everything you know about one the bit, like so? I think another reason Jordan likes these movies so much, and he's like uh, he liked the ending of Endgame more than he liked the ending of Mad Men, uh, as we have established several <laughs> times on the show, uh, and maybe even the movie more than the franchise. We don't need to fit, go into that, but it's because he was watching it with the group, and he he 
experienced this this cultural thing and he watched all these movies leading up to it and I feel like maybe if we put in 10 years into Legion you might come around to have like a very soft spot in your heart for it. I think that's that's entirely possible. Wait, so Jordan, are you seeing all the new movies, the Marvel movies in theaters with Cade? Not with Cade, but I am seeing That would them be all a theaters. long drive. Oh, I'm sorry, right, of course. Fortunate. But when you but you are going to see them in theaters? Yeah. Oh, you poor, poor and boy. Fortunately for me, his uh, fiance is also into most of oh, the Marvel Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, so. so you can uh, date night, too. Yeah. Kill now, two birds I, with one stone. I still think at, they're very much better, <laughs> I think, as a theater experience. They're, I don't know. I, I, I definitely have come around to them as like kind of in the niche that they fill. Like, I watch them in a different way than I probably watch most movies. I will, But that doesn't mean that I give them, like, a complete pass. Because some of them are not that fun to sit through. Sure. I will I say, Kate, I saw a clip of, like, a cell phone video of an audience watching the new Spider-Man. And this, like, young yeah. bla- black kid got up and just did a backflip when Tobey Maguire came into the thing. Like, in the <laughs> theater, he just got up and did a backflip in, in front of his seat. And yeah. I was like, that's awesome. Like, that's, like, maybe I am. It was oh, the yeah. first moment I where mean, I was like, perhaps there is something here that I'm, I'm missing out on a little wanna bit. Don't you want to just be part of that? I um, want to watch young like teenagers sports. backflip in front of me in a movie theater. I think that's cool. I, that would that Did I could have no used one that. Do that at PTA's movie. No, but like maybe the Top Did Gun. I figured Top Gun would have had some people, you know, doing yeah. some backflips. No backflips. I there yeah probably a lot of uh, pro American backflippers watching going into Top Gun and just being like America fuck yeah yeah and then I just picture someone bringing in an electric guitar and just shredding like when something yeah cool just happens. doing the Jimi Hendrix like uh, you know yeah. Uh, 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 Star Spangled Banner, like full reverb. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, Jordan, what? Sorry, were you saying something, Jordan? Were we interrupting you? He was saying he well, enjoys. Well, I've, the movie I've been scrolling through. Yeah, oh, okay. but I've oh. also been scrolling through the Doctor Doolittle films. <laughs> um, and there's one called Doctor Doolittle: Tale to the Chief mm-hmm. that I think oh, was geez. a straight to DVD release. That one caught my eye okay. as well. Yeah, I feel like if we're going to – I think we should watch this by the time I feel like the we next should Legion watch, episode happens. Maybe we watch all of the Dr. Doolittle movies. No, that's too that's big like, of an ass. That won't happen. Wait, we have two and a half years. What are you, and, what and do you yet need? still I don't think we could make it. There's so many Dr. Doolittle films. <laughs> I only want to watch the Robert Downey Jr. one for the sole factor that Robert Downey Jr. is in it. Well, that's true. We could watch the 2020 one, but Tale I'm, to the Chief. Yeah, I don't know. See, let's watch the 2021, and if you like it enough to be like, this is fun enough to watch a really shitty straight-to-DVD version of this, then maybe we can do That's it. That's true. How about we just say we watch the trailer to Dr. Doolittle, Tale to the oh, Chief. Tale to the <laughs> Chief. We have two years to watch the trailer. Tale to the Chief, she's, it's the daughter of, of Eddie Murphy's character in the original, and it looks like she's working for the White House. Right? Yeah. Crazy? The, <laughs> well, that sounds White important. House in the background. <laughs> but she's wearing a medical outfit. See, these are, still that I, these are questions that I have. <laughs> it's got a 3.9. Oh, also Norm MacDonald's in I kind of want to watch this. Oh, that would be nice. That would be nice he to see He returns as the, as the scrappy, like, dog. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Doolittle. I'm going to see what this has on. Uh, wait, why is nothing coming up? On Rotten it's, Tomatoes? Am I spelling it wrong? The top spell, review for it. How do you spell Doolittle? With one O. 
Oh, one like, of, yeah, I was doing little, two. Yeah. I was Scooby doing it. Uh, the top review says that this movie was bad enough for me to want to come onto IMDb and submit my first review. It actually only so has... It got, it got an account made, so that's nice. It only has a 45 uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, which is much higher than I thought. It has a 1.9 uh, on Letterboxd, which is lower than Morbius. Oh, wow. Was that not good? Like, for your standards, Morbius even? was a... Oh, yeah, no. Morbius felt like a superhero movie that came out in 2012. Or, no, sorry, like 2005. So, like, uh... And, and we've talked about Sony, and I don't know, you're probably not in the loop as much, Patrick, because you don't really I was going to ask, stuff, what's the but... deal with Morbius lately? There was some sort of, like... like well, it's been Morbin time. Right. It has been Morbin time. I hear so... that, but didn't they do something that kind of blew up in their face, the studio? Yeah, it is hilarious. So, Sony owns Spider-Man and all the Spider-Man characters. Gotcha. They have a deal with Disney that Disney can use Spider-Man in the ensemble movies, and then when they make Spider-Man movies, Sony gets most of the box office to those Spider-Man movies, and they don't really have to do anything other than give him the character. Gotcha. Uh, which is very nice for Sony to cash in 75% of $2 billion or whatever. Right. Um, meanwhile, Sony at the same time is like, these are our characters, let's make our own cinematic universe like Marvel is doing. Mm. And they're like, well, Marvel's using all the good characters, let's get someone like Morbius or <laughs> Madam Web, starting Dakota Johnson. And it's important to note that they marketed Morbius as being a new Marvel legend, clearly trying to muddy the waters yes. on whether or not this was like an MCU film or something. Well, c- and Vulture, can I ask a- Kevin, uh, or not... Yeah, no. I have a ahead. tiny, tiny sidebar question. How often, Cade, is there yeah. a new Marvel film coming out where you do not know the character if it's not in previous movies? You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, yeah, are you ever um, looking I up like who didn't... is this character from Marvel's like comic book franchise? Um, it post Endgame, there has been a lot of that, right? Um, okay. And like for Eternals, I read the Eternals uh, comic. Um, mm. There's like a, a graphic novel thing for it. Um, so I read that to get used to. Although they changed a lot of those characters um, with, for the better. Uh, Shang-Chi I really knew nothing about. They also changed his character a lot because the 70s uh, villain character was a little more racist. Uh, so they tried to fix that. Um, so a lot of things have changed. But I do... I more, Someone like Morbius is so C-tier. Like he's, he's a side villain. He's like a hidden mission in like a Spider-Man video game. Right. Like, so you beat the main main campaign, and then, I don't know, you, like, collect vampire bats. You collect, like, a hundred vampire bats around the city, and Morbius shows up. And then that is people's only exposure to this character. I see. But the thing that was uh, so funny about this release is that they released it, it got no attention, and it was so bad that everyone started making fun of it on the internet. And then yes, Sony, and- seeing how much people were talking about it... Re-released, re-released it, it. into <laughs> and, uh, like a thousand theaters and the average amount of money it made at like any theater was like less than a hundred dollars like it made no it was, money anywhere and yeah. it made 82 dollars per theater so it double wow. flopped because sony yeah. was so stupid they couldn't realize that everyone was just making fun of the movie rather well, yeah, than sincerely it's enjoying it it's insane that they don't have a fundamental understanding of the internet to like know when something is tr- vi- going viral for a good reason and when something is going bad for or a it's bad just like reason. People, I saw, people I don't, don't uh, go see movies for bits that often, you know, and they should have yeah. understood that. No, you definitely like, and the people who are tweeting about it torrented Morbius. They did not pay to see Morbius. Right. I saw a, uh, a, 
uh, petition, the petition for Sony that, to re-release yeah. it again. We because were all busy that was busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this was time so we'll great. really go watch it. We promise. Yeah. We promise, Sony. That would be... Could you imagine if they did that? I might actually go see it. Not no really. Way. No way. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. I mean, I, I got to watch it for free. And I will say it was leagues better than Jurassic World Dominion. Solely because it was like 88 minutes and it was just... It was like watching a superhero movie in 2004. Hmm. It's like dumb, but you know. Speaking of superhero uh, movies in 2004, because I don't really know what you mean by that. Because I watched the the Spider Man uh, movies again. Ben Affleck. Oh, okay. Well, I watched the Raimi trilogy like six months ago, and I I just was like reminded how much I love those movies. And they're like. I'm curious. They're far and away my favorite superhero films. I'm I'm so curious what you would think of Doctor Strange 2. Like, do you like Evil Dead at all? Yeah, I mean, I like Sam Raimi. Like, I think he's a talented okay. director. Because he directed the most recent yeah. Doctor Strange offering. Yeah. And Liam O'Connor did not like I, it. And Jordan loved it. And I loved it. So I'm curious. I had what some friends go see it who are sort of like Marvel inclined, is the word I would use. They're not, you know, fans, but they're like, yeah, I'll go see. And uh, sure. they, a lot of, no one like wrote, no one had anything that positive to say about it, uh, to be honest. But, but they weren't yeah, like. I mean, the type that were probably, you know, they were just like, yeah. let's go see the new it Marvel. Was, I don't know. They weren't like thinking about it in terms of like. It was very divisive and Sam Raimi got a lot of creative control, which I think polarized a lot of the fair weather. Like the people who went to see Spider-Man and did a backflip when Tobey Maguire showed right. up. Like they went into this and they're like, what the fuck is Well, this they like movie? used yeah, actual sets and stuff, right? That was what I saw. Yeah. Like, well, and yeah. for a fan like me, I think the worst thing a Marvel movie can be is like samey. And a lot of them, like, I think that's my biggest critique of the series is they kind of, like, occasionally they'll just be like, you'll get, like, an Ant-Man and a Wasp that is almost nothing but kind of boring Marvel formula. Right. Uh, but George- this was very strange, and he, he just, I don't know, like, it had some, like, weird art in it, like, just, the some character design stuff that mm. happens, and some of the fights that are just very different from pretty much any Marvel fight that I've seen up to now. So it was at least different. Which made it enjoyable. Uh, yeah, Jordan definitely prefers Raimi over Samey, if I do say so. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, so I guess, Patrick, I kind of just, you know, to sum up our, our uh, four years worth of, it seems like you still haven't gotten into, uh, into Marvel. Um, but I just, uh, at my theater a couple months ago, me and my uh, two coworkers, me and the other guy who uh, lives in Montana now, he was going away in two months. We were like, how are we going to send you off? Uh, we're going to have a party or something. And then it segued into me and him had never seen the Fast and the Furious movies, any of them. Ah, they're fun. So one of the other staff members had seen all of them, and he was our spiritual tour guide where we would close every Monday night, and we'd just go into an empty theater, and we watched... I bought a box set, and we watched all nine Fast and Furious movies. I haven't seen the ninth and one yet. Um, ninth was dog really? shit. It was so bad. Oh, that's yeah, too bad. Yeah, I hated it. I liked the eighth one. But I think... Oh, oh, yeah, no, I saw I it in not. theaters. See, like, I'm, I, the, 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 I think you're right about the theater thing makes a difference. It's also like I'm not. Ex- see, yeah, that's why I'm not expecting much from expecting, them. Expecting, you know, <laughs> sure. But uh, you just go in. I want to watch The Rock lift up a torpedo with his right arm while leaning out of an you know an open faced jeep. So, are you? Uh, does that mean you're excited for Black Adam? 
the new rock movie where he's essentially oh Superman. is that what that is it's a dc i saw like i've yes, seen like images from it um no mm-hmm. i'm not excited now <laughs> <laughs> sorry i can't but you don't you don't want to see the rock in a like being the same person he is in the fast and furious franchise as a superhero as like a superman type that has no appeal to you at do all. you guys like the rock uh no, but I, <laughs> I'm I'm mostly no. Yeah, I I do agree with Patrick. There's some magic to these dumb, dumb Fast and Furious movies where it's just like the whole gang's there, well and then directed. apparently him and Vin Diesel. Yeah, the direct I mean, the action I, I find to be solely, very well directed. Not I haven't yeah, seen the, I mean, the new just, one. I don't know. Nine is not... I really, if anything, I just like the characters. And it was cool after seven weeks of watching these. Like, uh, Paul Walker obviously dies. Uh, and what they do with his arc is very touching. And I felt like... I felt emotion. Not like, you know, endgame emotion or anything. Of course, but yeah. like, I was like, oh, that's that's thoughtful that they paid homage to this character who's been around for so long. And he's been such an integral part of the series. And it was cool to see that arc. And then... He he dies. Yeah, he's nice. And I am much like less interested. Isn't it something like that? <laughs> yeah. That, that see you again song. It was uh, no. It's who is that by? Isn't it John Legend or someone? It's I will see you again. Uh, that's not James. Is that not John Legend? It's not John Legend. Oh, it's, it's a guy. It's with, Wiz Khalifa. It's Wiz right. Khalifa it's like, featuring yeah. someone. And then it like kicks in like after the yeah yeah yeah. I'm remembering yeah. that now. Yeah. And it's it's a dumb song, but it's also just like it, you get wrapped up in the sentiment of the movie. No, I, I remember. Uh, yeah. And they drive separate. Yeah, it's, I'm just, to anyone who would prefer watching the Fast and Furious franchise, like, if you have to choose, like, are you going to watch the new Marvel movie or the new Fast and Furious movie? I am just shocked that anyone would choose Fast and Furious over Marvel. Well, yeah, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> I am I am that person. Um I feel like it's and rather you like RC cars see, better than this uh, is, action figures. I think the difference is, Kate, is you're looking for, like, the new... You're excited about, like, the newest chapter in this, like, long, uh, uh, you know, yeah. uh, IP universe that they've sort of made. Sure. And I'm just like, what would be yeah. fun... What would be, like, a fun thing to watch on the TV for two hours while I drink Bud Light? You know? I think that's maybe the, the, the emotional sure. difference. But... So, typ- have, you, have you watched all of them? Fast and Furious? Yeah. yeah, over over the years, I saw nine. them like I've seen them kind of as they came out. Like I watched the the first two were really fun when I was a kid because like I kind of wasn't allowed to watch them, so like that kind of made them more fun. Okay, but I haven't so seen it was the, like promiscuous. I haven't seen the originals in a very long time, and I imagine they don't hold up very well. Um, but I remember five, six, and seven being like a good when Justin Lin was directing them. There was like a solid run there where the the yeah. franchise went from being like nitrous, uh, you know, like. Shoot 'em yes. up, still just like full on, they, like like we're going to Dubai movies. and like driving like a, a trucker of of like Lamborghinis into the Burj Khalifa, and you're like, I don't know, that's fun to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where I just but Black Adam, no interest. Like yeah. you don't want to see the Rock be the Rock as an all powerful superhero. I'm an equal opportunity hater when it comes to superhero content. I none of it interests <laughs> me. Would it? 
Uh, also, he just released this crazy promo. They just dropped the trailer, and he did this 90-second intro to the trailer where he's clearly at his gym. He's drinking an energy drink. He plugs the energy he drink. He plugs everything like, all the time on his social media. It's crazy. Yes. So he's like, this is the energy drink I'm drinking while I'm working out. Oh, I thought I you meant you he plugged black, it into the uh, wall. I was like, what? No. <laughs> so I thought that had to, isn't no. there like an electricity uh, that's, thing? That's a uh, podcast lingo, Patrick. You'll I catch see. on. Sure. Um, <laughs> so... He also, in an interview, described Black Adam as the DC Universe's Dirty Harry. And if that's just not the most self-indulgent, like, rock thing to say... I can't... How are you not excited for this? I'm just... It's going to be Fast and Furious, but he's a superhero. I will watch it if it's on HBO, um, and it catches my eye at the right moment with the right people around. And maybe if there's some uh, (laughs) mood-altering substances in the room, that would help. I haven't... uh... Uh, seen the boys, or is that oh, the name of the show? Either, yeah. But so I feel good, like yes. uh, the Rock so good. is strikes me more as someone who'd play a Homelander type, which is to say, a superhero who's secretly evil. Yes, uh, that. So Black Adam is an antihero, um, and there's a very iconic moment in the trailer where Pierce Brosnan, who's essentially. Uh, DC Universe's Doctor Strange uh, shows up and he says, heroes don't kill people. And Black Adam says, well, I do. Mm. Uh, it's very much The Rock is being Superman, but he's like, he is an anti-hero, I, I guess you could it's say. It's very popular right now between uh, Invincible and The Boys. Yeah, and The Boys uh, Season 3 is uh, super good so far. I Again, another IP I will probably never get Patrick to indulge It's in. hard to commit to watching anything other superhero Other than the things that I have a gun to your head to watch. Right. Like, I haven't seen the <laughs> Batman movie, even though... Oh, it's that, good, that actually. Been... I, I'm a liar. Oh, I liked oh, it. Oh, okay. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, that was that a was... good... Shit, I should have wow, done... Wow, that's actually... I would have... so wrong. I, I liked that new superhero movie, The Batman. Quite a bit, actually. <laughs> that is... I really that's... do need to watch it. Yeah. It's, Dang. It's yeah. fun. It's... I am okay, so we should uh, touch on that real sure. quick, Patrick. What what was your overall? Uh, I just do you like the Pattinson of it all? Do no, like the, the I I, I all? thought what about it? Well, yes and yes, yes and I thought uh, I thought Pattinson was was pretty fun and and exciting. I mean, he definitely took like a. Uh, I'm going to try and do it spoiler free uh, for for your sake as well, Jordan. Sure. Um, sure. Uh, I thought he kind of took the like sort of doomer. It. Like I listened to Joy Division. Uh, kind of vibe like I liked yes. that I thought Zoe Kravis was really fun and, and quite easy on the eyes and um, Colin <laughs> Farrell was just god he was just like a, a firecracker on screen and then I just yeah. thought like I mean, the story didn't like I wasn't like going nuts doing backflips over the plot or anything I did think <laughs> it was fun the way they were it was sure. more it's more like seven than it is like a superhero movie would you agree yeah. with that it's Very, basically oh, a superhero 100%. it's basically a serial killer movie and one of the people yeah. happens to just be Batman. I also found it kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. The detective. I found them. I found them like I enjoyed the way they sort of leaned into certain absurdities of it. Like there I, wasn't there a moment where they're like the cops are just like, why do you let this fucking weirdo just wander around the crime scenes and whatnot? And like I thought that was kind of yes. funny. And um, it is early Batman, and it's also Earth One. It's based yeah. off a comic run called Earth One, which is like very down to earth, like. Batman oh, is, oh, okay. can die. Kind of, like, he's very vincible gotcha. instead of other comic runs where he's like, my only weakness is nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I just thought the cinematography was 
pretty killer. And there were some moments, certainly the car chase. And I don't know. I just thought it was like a fun night at the movies. Yeah. It's And it's great. I've watched it four times. I've wa- I've spent half a day watching this yeah, movie. It's I want to rewatch long. it. And I, I, I need to. It's uh, it's it's fantastic. Turn on that subwoofer, Patrick, and wake up your yeah. neighbors with uh, Nirvana's Something in the Way. What a... Well, boy, did it re-stoke a fire in my heart for that song. I hate to force us to wrap up, but uh, I think we, we have, have been, been going a while. while. Yeah, I, I've got to go eat dinner. <laughs> yeah, that is fair. Um, well, why don't we uh, go ahead and say our goodbyes, and let's commit to uh, August 2024. And we all have to watch the trailer of Dr. Doolittle, Tale to the Chief. There's, I'm going to remind you that we're doing this in July 2024. Yes. And then yep. you're just going to watch Legion. And then you'll forget, like, Dr. Doolittle, what are you talking about? <laughs> but <laughs> the good thing is it's none a trailer. Of the we can just watch Dr. that, Doolittle. like, you know, right before it starts. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll remind you of two things. Assuming I remember the Dr. Doolittle of it all. I know, that's pretty um, deep into the episode, so. Yeah, yeah, I would have to read Maybe I'll put it in I'll the probably, description. I'll do what I did, yeah, you should actually, uh, because that's how I remembered, because you wrote, we will meet again for part three 26 months from now, and that's how it became the joke, because that's how long it took us to do episode two. Right. Uh... And then I saw that in the description. I was like, okay, now is the time to do this. Uh, So, yeah, do that. Put everything you want me to remember in the description. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, we will meet again in this configuration. August Uh, 2024. (laughs) Thank you, Patrick, for coming on the show. Greatly appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for having me. Um, Yeah. uh, We'll have to get you down to Charlottesville for another visit. And, hey, maybe I'll come to New York one of these crazy days for a a PTA Can you show up in New York and we can watch all the Marvel that uh, your heart can – however that saying goes. That would be a fun thing to just, like, stay awake for 24 hours and I expose you to random Marvel stuff. (laughs) And by, like, 18 hours, we're, like, really sleep-deprived. It's starting to get really good. trying to get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Exactly. (laughs) About 20 hours And in. Patrick's just losing his mind. 20 hours in, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 really starts to make sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, there you have it. Thanks again for coming on the show. We will see you all next time. Well, I've uh, got to do my sign-off. Are you, are you... No, yeah. No, no, I, I was just saying this is, has been episode three of our Eminence Front era. Thank you for uh, keeping it alive. Yes. Uh, Jordan. All right. Well, I've been Jordan Peoples, and Marvel has sucked. I have been Kate Weiberg, and no, it doesn't.